0: Yeah, I don't I don't even remember where I was going with that. But let us know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> hello 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 everybody oh it automatically brought you over here awesome man i'm so disappointed i was hoping that we would have all of our new tech and everything in here today but not today hopefully tomorrow fingers crossed hopefully tomorrow we should each have our own mics we should each have, so we'll, we'll be able to have our own mics. Um, we will be able to be more comfortable, have control over the mic um, volume. We'll be able to have sound bites. We'll, we'll be able to have all kinds of stuff. I got uh, I got the Roadcaster Pro Pro. Um, I also got, uh, I'm forgetting all the names right now of everything, Um, but uh, we did an upgrade on the mics and working on the background, got the roadcaster. we got all kinds of stuff coming. We just dropped like thousands on the true crime talk show setup. So yeah, Malia will be here soon. Um, She's around here somewhere so she'll be in here soon but welcome everybody i was blown away by that story like it blew me away i didn't realize how far back some of that fear concern bias uh all all these things that we're worried about today with secret societies with fraternities um with all of that it It was the same thing back then, literally identical back then. And what is scary is back then what kicked off that that third party, right? That third political party is uh, a a murder. They, They abducted him, literally abducted him from a police station. That amount of control is scary, is terrifying. Here, I'll text her, see where she's at. Yeah, it's terrifying, terrifying, terrifying. And uh, so it made me start thinking, right? Because I I wasn't even going to premiere this video originally. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're on Twitch also. Uh I'll go back through here and answer some questions, but uh we weren't going to premiere this video originally and after it was recorded, I started thinking what has this created some sort of social bias towards fraternities, frats, secret societies to where um were quick to believe that they did a crime maybe they didn't you know and one of the things you guys know this for the for the people that have been here a while um you guys have known this where i'm always questioning my bias always questioning my bias and uh i i never trust myself in the way that i'm looking at things and i'm always trying to find out if i have a flawed point of view right And uh, so when I started digging into this, I started thinking, Hey, what's going on? Uh, I started thinking, am I looking at this the wrong way? Because I personally haven't been part of a fraternity in this way. I feel like there's some weird fraternity things going on, you know, and everybody knows the Masons. Everybody knows Illuminati stuff. Everybody knows all these fraternities. So um, you know that's one of the topics we wanted to dig into today, and we are also going to be digging into, which falls right in line with this. The uh the core deal. I'm gonna hack this, so someone correct me. All right, core. I'm not even gonna try it.
1: Core Delane.
0: Core Delane. There we go. Core Delane. You see that? I was just I was just trying to hold hold off until Malia corrected me <clears throat> but we're going to dig into that too because that is weird the more i think about it the more weird i feel about it you guys the more weird i feel about it wait
1: are you presenting that tonight
0: yeah yeah we're talking about it tonight we we already did the core delay and that was earlier today that i was telling you about um Alright, so welcome everybody, welcome Roo, Dirty Clean, Borg, John, J. Ray, Elser, Riddler, L.A., Sydney, Miss Kelly, Mrs. Kelly, Sarah, Riddler, Peace, Bonnie, Ian, John, I think I said Riddler twice. What's in a name? Stunt, Elser, Queen, the Queen. Yes, you found us on Twitch. Welcome, welcome. I haven't logged into Twitch in quite a while. Hey, Joanne, Bonnie. I might have said Bonnie twice too. That's okay tc april if i missed you just yell at me in the chat hey heather julie sarah evie welcome everybody cheryl inner space suzanne
1: my lip is bleeding right now
0: pagan ways your lip is bleeding still from when i punched you
1: yeah
0: oh From what?
1: I'm here, Jason. From, Hello. From, I just ripped a piece of skin off because I was impatient.
0: Oh, uh, you're probably dehydrated.
1: I am. And
0: a bit. you aren't obsessed with ChapStick like yes, I am. Yes,
1: I am. I put ChapStick on all day, every day. And the non-addictive kind that doesn't have petroleum.
0: Yeah, this is that kind. Yeah, I know. The Burt's Bees. It's like the only one that's wax.
1: My hair is such a mess tonight.
0: Jason, Tennessee, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome. So I hope you guys did enjoy that video, though. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I like the history of stuff. It helps me get a better idea and understanding of a situation. Because I feel like one thing that us humans are is repetitive and there's no way around it. Like our technology might change, things might grow and evolve, but like we still deal with the same fears. We probably still deal with the same type of anxieties just around, you know, different objects or things or whatever you want to call it. Um, we still deal with bias, judgment, um, all of these human condition things. And, uh, it was super interesting to be able to see where that came from with fraternities. And it, I mean, this has to be true. There's no way it's just a story. It's on you, the
1: Smithsonian magazine or whatever website.
0: Yeah. Uh, all the sources are super credible sources, not to mention, um, um, You had masons that came out after they knew they were clear that they weren't going to get in trouble and literally admitted it. That book is about their admission of guilt.
1: Wait, they admitted to killing him.
0: Yes. Nobody admitted to being, you know, uh, in theory, the one that pulled the trigger, but they said that they took him out on a boat. Tied a rock to his legs, and he conveniently conveniently blew off when they were just joking around and having fun.
1: He blew off the that's, boat.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> literally what is admitted he
1: just, to. Whoosh! It <laughs> blew off the boat.
0: It's insane.
1: How, who would believe that?
0: And and that picture right here, you guys, I know I covered it on this one. I, I'll pull it up real quick, actually. Um, so that is the, I'm drawing a blank. What's his name?
1: And I saw somebody ask how I'm feeling. I'm feeling okay. I don't know if last time you watched, I was really sick or something, but I, I'm definitely okay. okay.
0: Okay, William Morgan. That's it. Names are my greatest enemy. Wait, what was I pulling up again? Oh, yeah, the William Morgan uh, abduction. Okay, so this is... uh, Open image in a new tab. Yes, so this is the actual photo recreation of his abduction, you guys. Yeah, and and they had an artist paint it um based on what the information that was shared of that night. So, and this is a very well-known photo for any for anybody that's familiar with this story. And uh they abducted him from a police station. So, imagine the type of power they had. Okay, so <clears throat> I guess I'll go back a little bit. Once they realized they wanted to get rid of him, they Uh, had a police officer who was in the Masons create a false charge and charged him with stealing uh, a shirt. I'm sorry, that was the first time. The second time, which involved this, was uh, being arrested for a $2 loan that he didn't repay or something like that. So they arrested him and then they transferred him 45 miles out of the city. And remember, all this is false. So everyone involved is part of this literal conspiracy.
1: Before you go forward, someone said, what did he do? So why did they do this to him? Why did the Masons target him?
0: Yep, yep. For people who weren't watching uh, the the video, the premiere. So he was a Mason. He was a Mason. And when the Masons first started here, I'll just use the imagery that I used in here. Don't
1: forget theater mode. So it's better. I gotcha. Wait, you just quick. Like I what's will. the basis?
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just keep it quick. Um, so when the Masons first started, they uh were just rich people. That's it. Just a bunch of rich people. And um
1: You know what part I loved you talking about them being rich is having parades just so they could go down the street and be like,
0: look at real. how look
1: at how awesome I am in my really expensive clothes. Like
0: it- Hello,
1: everybody. I'm rich. It's
0: awkward feeling (laughs) like so
1: awkward.
0: It would be awkward watching that and being in that. Exactly.
1: A whistleblower. That's what he was.
0: He was a whistleblower. Yep. But he was uh, he was a fraternity member. He was a Mason. And uh, right around this time. That is when they started the rituals and this guy came in here that started all the rituals and they started getting super weird. And based on what I was reading, it makes it sound like they were getting adult like um, and he and William Morgan wasn't good with it. And he was like, nah, I don't want anything to do with this. I don't like that the Masons are part of this and in our government. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yes and uh he he got out of it and went to go create a book and and put out a book a statement around everything like how how infiltrated they are in the local governments and things like that and that's what started all of this where that force i think it was 466 uh lodge let me just You're not verify. sharing
1: you're not sharing it.
0: Yeah Uh, Where is that? Yeah. Okay. So Lodge 433. So it was Lodge 433 and they knew that they couldn't let him get away with it. So they set up this big conspiracy and got him arrested for a, a false charge and then had him transferred 45 miles outside of the city. And then uh, in the middle of the night had four people come Get him out of jail and say that he would. They were his legal help or something like that. And as they're pull, pulling him out of the jailhouse into the uh, hang on into uh, the carriage, he was yelling, "Murder! Murder! Murder!" These guys are going to murder me. And uh, that was the last time anyone ever saw him. So uh, think of all of those people involved along the way, from the fake setup to and there's even more than that this is just his story baseline but uh he uh think of all those people with the transfer with the arrest with the kidnapping with the getting rid of them i mean you're at least double digits worth of people not to mention uh the judges that were involved the lawyers doctors politicians everybody that was involved in this and um that's why he was trying to come out and and blow the whistle on this, you know? Yeah,
1: the carriage. <laughs> you couldn't think of carriage?
0: Um <laughs> yes.
1: Eyes wide shut style freaky stuff.
0: I I'm assuming Look at this I'm picture, you guys. So. Look at this picture.
1: If you guys haven't watched the video, you should though after the stream cuz it's it's a pretty wild story.
0: It is wild. And this is supposed to be a recreation of their uh of some of the rituals and things that they're doing like
1: what is that thing he's holding in his hand? I,
0: I have no idea. I don't know if they're branding him. I don't know if they're doing something else like I don't know, I don't know. But uh, it made people uncomfortable. Whatever was going on here made people uncomfortable, and
1: a bunch of man on man stuff.
0: I mean, it's only men in these fraternities, so yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But you could like go get some women somewhere, I, eyes wide shut. Did
0: so, I don't think women are allowed in the mason lodges back then, okay? Yeah, yeah, you got to remember that what year it is, women didn't have rights, man unfortunately so um
1: three victims didn't belong to the same sorority um two two did right what it was all all of them they all were in fraternities but zanna and maddie were in the same sorority um kaylee was in one of her own and Ethan was in one of his own. Yes. So two were in the same one, and the other two were in different ones.
0: Yes. All six people in that house, including the survivors, are tied to and Greek life. Yes.
1: Bethany was in Kaylee's sorority. Dylan, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. That, that's, I'm not sure. That definitely needs to be in the 4chan fraternity theory part three, where we're going to dive Officially back into the story and start digging again into some of the details because you know we put out part one and part two. I this is part 2.5, or this is 4chan theory circa 1800s. And um, we're gonna get back into it, we're gonna dive back into it.
1: Yeah, morning stars. That's correct. I yes. had, um,
0: some, I think that's what that picture is actually.
1: I had somebody in my life who was a 33rd degree Mason. Um, he was only in my life for a few years, but he was not a good person. Now, that's not to say every Freemason isn't a good person because I'm sure there are. Just,
0: I've met really good people. I've met,
1: I'm sure you have. I'm, I know he is an oddity in lots of ways, uh, but he, he was. One of the worst people I've ever met in my entire life, yeah, like sick. But he went to meetings regularly. He had a bunch of connections in, you know, this little town. and yeah, he was a scary person, man. yeah, that's the bad thing is when you know, a bad person gets into a group like that, they have so much many connections and abilities to keep things secret. That it's terrifying.
0: It Exactly, exactly. It doesn't and, mean
1: they're all bad.
0: And that's why I ended up premiering this tonight too, because while this story itself doesn't have anything to do directly with the Idaho 4 case, it absolutely has everything to do with it indirectly because there is still this idea. I still hear creators coming out and referring to, our video and information, because at least me personally, I'm not saying it's not out there, but when we were creating the 4chan theory fraternity angle, one of the things that I always go to are statistics. I love statistics. They are so reliable. People are, are we repeat everything we do. We are so reliable. Um, uh, even when we don't want to be like, it, it's just who we are. We're repetitive in nature. And, um, I, uh, I went to go pull the statistics around it and hey, Heather new member. Awesome. Welcome. 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 Um,
1: yes. Welcome. Thank you for being here.
0: Absolutely. But I went to go pull the statistics around it and, um, it, it shows how dangerous these it shows how dangerous these societies can turn for exactly what you're talking about. You know, the masons before this time, they didn't do any rituals. They didn't have any weird uh criminal activity going on based on everything I could see. Now does that mean they didn't? No, it just means it wasn't bad enough to at least have a place on the history books, right? And but then that one guy entered that flipped the script and changed everything. And then you have old timers that are now feeling like they have to back what this person is doing because their allegiance is to the fraternity, not to the the not to the criminal, not to the bad person, but to the fraternity. So then when you run a correlation with that to today. Is it possible you have this giant fraternity, this Sigma Chi fraternity in Moscow, and you have two sociopaths that are involved in it? Is every single brother going to feel an obligation to that person and what they did because they're in the fraternity? History says yes. History says yes. And all it takes is one or two people to commit a crime like that. That's all it takes.
1: Well, these really weird rituals, it sounds like there was, you know, probably a few people who wanted to start it. And then the rest of them started going along with it. And and that's interesting because A.R. Hayes just posted a video. Um, I think it was yesterday, maybe. But he posted a video talking about, like, that leadership in a situation like this and situations in his past where, like, he talked about for instance um a prison riot okay how it can start over something so small but then you'll have 700 prisoners rioting and how he got hurt and everything but he compares that to other situations and I, it's a really interesting video and i think you should watch it but it's it's about the leader of uh, you know if you have some kind of person who not even necessarily is the president of the situation or group but it's just a leadership type person who takes charge and they're like a psychopath and they're aggressive and violent and they you know a situation happens that is angering or frustrating and they take charge to do that uh, people will follow them mm. and then it's an out of control chaotic you know violent situation it's it's kind of like herd mentality a little bit i don't know
0: Uh, But it was interesting
1: hearing him talk about it from his his view and his experience. And I may not be explaining it super well right now. No, I'm still kind of thinking of the idea. Um, But I feel like it's very similar in this kind of situation. It could have been one person in this fraternity to say, we can't let him do this. He will ruin us. We will be done. You know, our reputations, which was everything back then. That was everything. The reputation of your family, you know, so your daughter gets married. Like, they were worried about not getting married right away. Women, or else you'd be considered a spinster and nobody would want you. And then there'd be rumors about your family. It was everything. Reputation was absolutely everything. Yeah. So, in Masonic people, they were, you know, the men, they were of high status. So, they couldn't have stuff like that happen. So when one person comes in there and is like, he's about to expose us and talk about these things. And you know that people aren't going to take kindly or look at this, you know, like it's okay. Like they're, they're going to talk about us. Like we're, we're going to be done in society. And then you say we got to do this and this and this. We got to go get him. We got to, you know. And even if they didn't say we got to kill him, it works up to that point where they're doing things that are illegal and wrong. And then, well, this is all. This is the only choice we have left. We have to kill him.
0: A hundred percent. And I, what I was going to interrupt and say is what J Ray said is that that happens today. Like you're using an example from back then, but that happens today. And I, if this happened. If Four Chan is real, if the fraternity angle is real, and I think it has legs, I think it holds water. I think it 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 is a very real possibility. Then that's what hundred. Then that's one hundred percent what happened. And you know what? Why the fraternity angle and secret societies are so dangerous is because you will have good guys in that fraternity not agree with these sociopaths. And look, we're going down theory path here, right? Theory. Thank
1: thank you, Tennessee. But yes, uh, I wanted to say that. Theory.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're going down theory path here. But uh, so in this situation, you will have good guys that would never do this ever, ever, ever. Mm -hmm. But because they are a part of this fraternity, they feel like they have no other options they are taught that they cannot depend and or call police they are taught that they have to depend on their brothers and this creates a very dangerous situation and it's very easy to throw on a tin hat on this topic and be like oh yeah they're just you know theorizing and 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 there's yeah. no way that this is possible well we, I think we proved otherwise in our part two version of 4chan with those 10 plus bodies that have dropped. There is no way that there is not a connection with the fraternity. And, you know, I, I covered one topic that'll be releasing this week that's around uh, another fraternity, true crime. And it, it, it doesn't feel possible, but it got covered. It doesn't feel possible and it didn't get let out like it should.
1: Yeah. I I I feel like how many, you know, deaths have this occurred. Is important. What? No, go ahead. It can't be, it cannot be a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, a lot of it is hazing. Um, but when you have a society and culture where it is it's not like fraternities don't get education on hazing they absolutely do now because it's such a problem and because people have called it out and been like this cannot happen you know there are tons of rules against it they get education on it and why it's wrong but they still do it so when you have a culture that is okay with doing something they know could result in death Yeah, I don't know. Like,
0: I agree. I agree. And so the board, this is super important, super, super important because, you know, one of our key things is that we're going to talk about both sides of the coin. Let's talk about the possibility of this happening. Let's talk about the reasons why it can't happen. Now, in this, why would people even join frats, right? Let's give the negative statistics first here. So fraternities and or sororities, fraternity men are 300% more likely to assault someone. When I say assault, I'm covering all assaults, physical, uh, SA, um, uh, all assaults. They are 300% more likely than your average college student to assault someone. Uh, Fraternity or sorority women are six times more likely to get assaulted, like SA, in the Greek life, uh, maybe I'm maybe I over exaggerated. Maybe it's four times. Will you look that up? I don't want to get that wrong.
1: What do I? It's do either want-
0: four times or six times more likely sorority women uh, to get assaulted. Uh, it's Malia's looking it up, but it's either four times or six times. Um, and uh, so 45 percent of fraternity men come out as addicts. These are real stats pulled Here. from the gov websites.
1: 28.9% of sorority women have reported uh, to have been yeah. essayed while in college. Nearly four times the rate. Four times. 6. Okay. 6.8% so. yep. among non-sorority yep. so Actually, this is saying it's more like 20,
0: 28%. Mm-hmm. No, twenty eight percent of sorority women. So literally, essentially, thirty percent of sorority women are getting assaulted, and they're four times more likely than an average college woman. Is what that's saying. Um, so going back to what what I was talking about, I just wasn't sure if it was six times or four times. So it's four times more likely. Um, now. The addiction thing. So that's these are all .gov stats I'm talking about here that we talk about in uh, 4chan 1, in our first 4chan video. Um, so in fraternities, fraternity men, 45% of them leave college with addiction and or alcohol problems. That stat, you guys, is insane. That is like half of them. That's essentially one in two. One out of two fraternity men leave college with an addiction. That's insane, you guys. That yeah. is insane. Now.
1: This is important too. Yes. SA is very underreported.
0: It Exactly. So it's
1: definitely 100%. happening. percent It's happening more than those stats show us. It's absolutely higher yeah. than that.
0: So. Why would you join a fraternity? Okay. The benefits here. Um, financially. Okay. If you're in a fraternity, you have a, if you're in a fraternity, you are, I think it's 70. I could be wrong on this stat. You guys, I'm going to give it to you anyways, but I could be wrong. Uh, if you you're in a fraternity, you are 70% more likely to get the job you desire right out of college. Um, When you join a fraternity, on average, you get a 50% higher salary than somebody not in a fraternity for the same job, for the same job. So if two kids graduated college, you have one non-fraternity member and one fraternity member apply for the same job. Um, the fraternity member just due to a a multitude of factors, whether somebody that's on that hiring team, uh, is in that fraternity, uh, they were suggested it by somebody else. Yeah. The connections, that person that's in a fraternity will have a 50% higher salary. That is huge. You guys. So like,
1: absolutely.
0: I've had salaries. I'm not going to share my salaries. Um, so let's just say that someone ha- gets hired on a job at 100000 a year, okay? Uh, that means for somebody that was in a fraternity would be hired on for $150,000. Like that is a massive jump in start. And
1: yeah, absolutely and hey lovely carla yes welcome. so glad you're here and you've joined the community
0: welcome 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 super happy to have you super happy yeah. to have your input or if you just hang out and listen welcome and hey, glad amanda. you're here
1: hope you're feeling better amanda
0: now the uh so I went digging for these stats and I had a very hard time finding it because there are legal benefits to being in a fraternity too, right? So uh, when you're in a fraternity, you have access to all those fraternity uh, means. And what I mean by that is most fraternities offer their legal team, okay? So fraternities due to history and things like that, most of them have their own legal office. So it will be an entire office of lawyers that cover this dang fraternity, all right? And they offer uh financial or they offer offer legal assistance to their fraternity members. They also, like Sigma Kai and many others, have a risk management group. Now, not risk as in the stock market. I'm talking about when something goes wrong they are going to minimize the social and visual risk around that information getting out which works hand in hand with the legal office right um now with tickets and things like that how often do you think you get pulled someone could get pulled over and they've been in a frat and they get pulled over by an officer who's part of a frat and what's interesting is so I need to do a story on this. I need to do a story on this. But yeah. um, so we hear all these different fraternities, you guys. But what's interesting is when I was doing a deep dive into Sigma Chi, Sigma Chi has like 10 or 12 different fraternity names. Why? I don't know. I have no idea why they have all these different fraternity names. But like the one that was in, was it Yorktown or something like that? I, that it was like Alpha Kappa something uh, under Sigma Chi. So why? I don't know. But um, I wonder how many actual international fraternities there are. Or are we hearing 100 different fraternities that all... Lead up to ten main fraternities. You know what I mean?
1: Mm, like these are all chapters of one fraternity. They're just right. They're branches.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, it's random though. Like you have Sigma Chi here, 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 and here, but then you'll have like Kappa something here, 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 and they're all Sigma Chi. But one of them is the Sigma Chi name. The other one is whatever under Sigma Chi, which is so strange. Why? Is it a is it a loophole? Because Sigma Chi got kicked out for accountability reasons or so-called accountability reasons, and they opened up a new chapter under a different name, like. You know what I mean? But going back to my argument here, so say you get pulled over by a cop and you have a Sigma Chi wallet or any fraternal wallet, right? And you pull that out, and that officer was in a fraternity also. Do you think you're more likely to get let go because that officer's in a fraternity and understands and is part of the Greek life, whether you're in the fraternity with the officer or not? I think yes. I think Greek life sticks up for Greek life. Yeah. Period. Yeah. The entirety of Greek life.
1: Probably. And I saw somebody say that the sororities mainly exist for the fraternities. And from everything I've seen, yeah, they they do. It's extremely misogynistic.
0: Super misogynistic. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, we're live. Remember the background, you guys? So this background is live. The green grass background is uh, not live, is pre-recorded. I meant to tell everyone here too, real quick. uh, I, I missed the intro, but welcome everybody. This is the one and only true crime talk show brought to you by Thought Riot Podcast. We are on everything, everywhere, all at once. So welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, welcome, welcome.
0: Um, but yeah, there's a ton of benefits Dude, here. There's an interesting... like a ton of benefits here to being in a fraternity. I Look, if, if I was in college, if, if I went to a college that had fraternities, I didn't. I went to a downtown Los Angeles college to get a degree, but- Uh, If I went to a college that was like a state college or like ISP or whatever, UCLA, uh, USC, whatever, I absolutely would have joined a fraternity, you guys. Knowing me and how I was in my 20s, I absolutely would have joined a fraternity. You're throwing at me more money. You're throwing at me the possibility of not getting in trouble when I'm essentially a psychopath at that time. (laughs) You know what I mean? And women around me and like, dude, I would be the first one. I would be the dude on the roof. That's naked jumping off, doing front flips, yelling the fraternity's name. You know what I mean?
1: This is an interesting to t- statistic from TC. It has been found that since that 76% of us senators and 85% of uh, Supreme court justices since 1910 Aww. have been alumni of fraternities and sororities.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: That is a crazy statistic. Absolutely insane.
0: Jeez.
1: Wild, huh? And, yes, uh, I have run across these things, Jeremiah. You are right. There are fraternities and sororities that have been involved in illegal activities of this kind.
0: Yeah, there was a terrifying. major, major, major bust on the East Coast that involved... uh Five major schools, multiple different fraternities, and they were running multi-millions of dollars worth of dope. Um, yeah, they would have hazed me, I'm sure. I'm sure, but stuff like that, I was already doing, anyways. Like, yeah,
1: dude, it wouldn't have been nothing, would it? it? <laughs> no,
0: no. Guys at that age are literally psychopaths, you guys. Like, there's just no way around it. In your late teens, early twenties, it I, the guys that are out there that are like really good kids, I just never understood that. That just was never me. I was in trouble. I was dirt biking, jumping, drinking, smoking, doing everything I could get my hands on all at once, you know? Um, and uh, it, it, yeah, Animal House style. Like it was just insane. And and
1: so did you, did you find it interesting at all? Because I see you guys bringing up Stacy Chapin's name. Um, she did really support Sigma Chi like it heavily in her interview, um, talking about how supportive they were, which I'm glad she feels that way. Uh, but do you think that but they're
0: paying for her other son's school, bro?
1: Yeah, I mean I'm glad they heard the family feels supported and they're you know getting on with their lives and doing okay. Um, I, I'm glad that they're okay, uh, but. As okay as they can be in this situation. But do you think that that's the case? That they got to the family, Ethan's family, early on to, like, really...
0: Yeah, for... Like, if...
1: if okay, this is all theory still. If Sigma Chi or people within that fraternity had something to do with this, like... Did they get close to Ethan's family intentionally to, you know run a narrative, spin a narrative early on and, and make them feel supported and everything. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's
0: okay. So
1: probably if they're involved, absolutely. If they're not involved, then I mean, they're just being supportive, but I do look at that and I'm like, Hmm, interesting.
0: So I don't know. I don't know. I do know that Families that are part of Greek life, I think the stat was like 80-something percent of them stay in Greek life, meaning if your dad or ma was in a fraternity or sorority, 87 or 86 or something like that percent of the time, you're going to follow those footsteps. Um, Now, in a situation like this, when it comes down to life, I think that The only way we would know, at at least for someone like myself who has never been in a fraternity of this style, I've I've just never been there. And, you know, there's a very good reason. There's a scientific reason to hazing that I think a lot of people miss. And I feel like it is also the flaw that when people look at a frat, they're like, oh, those are just dumb college kids drinking and partying and everything. No, actually, they are using a scientific method of trauma bonding to create a bonded response that is going to transcend everything else in life, including law enforcement, life, and and anything within our normal socially accepted standards. And uh, it's proven to work. 100% it is proven to work. When you're trauma bonded, that is some of the tightest bonding you will ever have in your entire life. So were they part of the Greek life already? So they look at this from a biased perspective where, I mean, everybody knows those parents that like my parents were one of them, right? My, I had my parents in my life and they were good parents and everything, but I was the trouble. Like I was the troublemaker. You know what I mean? I, I was the one that when people that are parents that are listening on here, you know, that bad kid that you don't want your, your kids hanging out with. I yeah. was that bad kid. That was me. I was the trouble, you know, and my parents did not want to see it, dude. They when it came to me, blinders on hundred percent. Is it a situation like that, where because they were a part of that Greek life, do they have bias blinders on?
1: Yeah, so Paige said that they were in the Greek life. Um,
0: Makes sense.
1: And it is a little odd that they, you know, so quickly felt comfortable dropping the, you know, the remaining triplets uh, back off at, you know, Ethan's brother and sister back off at school very early on. Um, they felt safe to do that. I almost wondered though, do you think it's that the and, fact that the Chapin stayed so quiet and are refusing to release any details is why the police, I mean, may, not why, but maybe the police felt more comfortable giving them more information than they were giving the Gonzalez family because the Gonzalez family was out talking like nonstop. I, so maybe the Gonzalez family got cut off. And the Chapins have had like an inner line, you know, like inner connection, you know, and getting told more.
0: Or how many, how many people in the police force are fraternity, fraternity members? And they and know
1: that the Chapins are fraternity, and they trust each other.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. They don't and talk. Just to they be clear, talk. you guys, I want to be so painfully clear. I in no way. Shape or form. Think that the sh- the Chapins would ever know that a fraternity had something to do with Ethan's death, and and like try and help hide it or cover it up. That is not the angle I'm going after right here. I'm thinking if this is possible, and they aligned themselves with the fraternity, it's more because of bias blinders on, right? The biased life blinders on of. You know what? We were in fraternities and sororities, and it was some of the best time of our life, and it helped us with our career, and we still have brothers and sisters in in the Greek life that we're close to now, and uh, there's just no way that they could do that to a fellow brother. You know what I mean? And when in reality, in their time in the Greek life, they probably just didn't have a sociopath in their house, you know? All it takes is one sociopath, you guys. Like I'm talking true sociopath. I know I called myself a sociopath in my late teens and 20s, but I mean a for real sociopath, somebody that doesn't have connection with normal human emotion, right? That doesn't look at the world in the same way, that can't connect to people in the same way and can very easily take a human life. Yeah. Word.
1: (laughs) Agreed. You have um an eyelash on your cheek. It's bugging me.
0: Don't you get like a wish when you have an eyelash?
1: Yeah, but you're supposed to press it to somebody else's finger, I don't make think a so. make a wish and then you remove your finger and then whoever's finger it's stuck to, your wish gets granted.
0: Oh, I get it. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, yeah, agreed. Thanks, Amanda. I am not always mad.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get that. And, and I understand where the concern is. But look, when when I'm talking about um, fraternity bonding, and that trauma bonding, there's one thing that I think will always be bigger than all of that. And that is that connection of a child. I I just, unless you're Dexter, right? There is nothing in the world that, that will more than likely be more important than a connection with uh, a child. And I think even more so for mothers who have grown that child in them. I think there is a certain connection there that uh, men don't have you know men's connection starts building from the time of birth on and women starts way before that nine months before that uh, so I I just don't think I think it's easier for somebody to willingly not look at something right because imagine that amount of trauma you not only lost your child but your entire world, your entire college history, people that you've been friends with for your entire life that are connected to the Greek life, like that would probably flip their entire universe. They probably wouldn't know what to do with themselves. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Thank you, Cozy. Um, And Beetlejuice. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I, I feel for the family. I, I really do. I, you know, it's hard in this situation, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to like shed a negative light on them. I think that they're doing the best they can. If, you know, the fraternity was involved in any way, I don't think they know it.
0: I don't even know if the whole fraternity knows it. Right. When I say fraternity involvement, just to be very clear again, um, I think it could just be a few people, Yeah. a couple, one person, you know what I mean? I really do. I think that, I think there's some worth to the 4chan messages talking about four people on there and remember, you know, what's interesting, you guys, is it talks about four people in there okay that was before the video of the four people running by were found there are too many connections like it i it doesn't make sense i know too many things are lining up And it doesn't require the entire fraternity to know. It's it's just like the argument I have around, uh, I'm drawing a blank, the prosecutor, Bill uh, Thompson. Um, a lot of people look at what Bill Thompson is doing and who he is and everything and think he's so shady, like the worst person ever. Now, lawyers are are supposed to be good faith, right? But lawyers can also choose to not know information because then legally it's supposed to be brought up and things like that. So there's this legal loophole. Uh, I forget what it's called right now. What's that called? Gosh, um, I
1: I still can't remember it. I couldn't remember it in the podcast last night when we were recording and I still can't.
0: Gosh, what is that called? Um, choosing not to know information. Um, like,
1: yeah, don't tell me or else I will be...
0: I have to legally say something. Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: What is that term?
0: Yeah. Plausible deniability. Thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So plausible deniability. I think it's much more likely, right? Because Bill Thompson has had a, a a pretty solid career. um, And I, I understand there's a flip side too. I understand he could be dirty and manipulative and and all these things too i get that but i also think there's a real possibility he could be doing his job and doing it right and trustworthy stand up and and plausible deniability at play here
1: yeah i think that's i think that's very possible um now everyone's chiming in plausible deniability no i'm glad (laughs) i'm glad because we have both been trying to remember that term and i I don't know why I couldn't remember it. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah. I I think I mean that does happen. We already know it for a fact. I've heard multiple lawyers online talk about it too. Um that they will, you know, a prosecutor will choose not to ask certain things or, you know, ask them not to turn over certain things or you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's some kind of relationship there with, you know, investigators and Pla- plausible deniability is a very real thing in the court system. Unfortunately, it's super wrong. <laughs> it's super, super wrong.
0: I mean, it, yeah, it is wrong. So, but it's
1: very normal.
0: W- we just covered a. Uh, we just covered a topic that uh, will come out tomorrow. But uh, the these guys are uh, were put away for thirty six years. For 36 years, and you know the reason why they were put away for 36 years? Because the prosecutor cared about their close rate. They got charged with a murder because they cared about the close rate.
1: Did you say which case that was?
0: No. Everyone will see it when it comes out. Um, But that is awful.
1: It's breaking news, right? Yep. Yeah,
0: it's breaking news, but
1: true, uh, true crime, breaking news. It's a clip that'll come out soon.
0: Yep. Yep. But these these guys got put away for 36 years. They were
1: teenagers.
0: <laughs> they were teenagers, came out as grandparents because the close rate was important. And there was evidence against them doing it. An eyewitness statement and an actual physical Proof and evidence that they didn't do it, but the court didn't want to have to go through a trial again. That is so insane. That is so absurd.
1: It is. It absolutely is. 70 to 80% of wrongful convictions are due to an eyewitness. Well, in the case Brennan's talking about, they had an eyewitness to the opposing side where, uh, you know, proving these people were innocent uh, and they they chose to omit it. Yeah. Plausible deniability.
0: Yeah, dude. Eyewitnesses are the most unreliable thing. But eyewitnesses should be used as like... A fishing line, you know what I mean? Where this eyewitness, okay, well, let's see if we can verify this eyewitness statement. Let's see what we can find. Not hinge an entire case on an eyewitness statement. That sounds so insane to me. Cl-
1: close rate means uh, how the percentage of cases that the the prosecutor Win. w- wins. Yeah. Um, he cared about that being high that percentage being high his close rate how many cases he's won um and he chose to omit not include uh exculpatory evidence including an eyewitness and got these teenagers sentenced to over 30 years i think you said 36 years and they came out out like elderly old lost their lives
0: yeah lawyers are in the wrong profession or they're in the wrong area of the justice system if they're prosecutors who care about a close rate that's just like gross I feel like there should be a way to keep their close rate from them because ultimately if you're a, a defense if you're a defense attorney or you're a prosecutor your goal should be the truth right? Isn't that obvious like blatantly obvious?
1: yeah human memory is uh, Amanda's saying that she was unreliable in her own case and human memory is not very reliable and that's absolutely true
0: there's this idea out there that uh, every every time you remember a memory you're remembering the memory of a memory.
1: Right.
0: So like a good example is if you took a drawing, okay. And uh, you took a drawing and you then redrew that drawing again. And then you redrew it from that one again. And then redrew it from the next one again. And you just copied from the previous one before it. If you look at the, the most recent redrawing and the first drawing, there will be, it will be way different, way, way, way different. Shadowing will be different. The The line work, like a lot of different things will be different. And that is supposedly how the human mind works to Thanks. create it un, that unreliable.
1: That's crazy.
0: Now think of memories you guys have that you remember on a daily basis that are, are important to you, whether they're traumatic whether they're positive, whether they're no matter what they are, those important memories to you. Think of how many times you've remembered those memories.
1: Exactly. And every
0: time your mind is changing it just a little bit into your favor because no one wants to remember things negative. They want to remember things positive, you know?
1: Right. Right. So
0: your mind is going to try and Help you along here, and and just adjust it a little more positive, and a little more positive, and a little more positive, until all of a sudden you have like a glowing rainbow of a memory, and you, it, it's not true to that first one, you know?
1: Yeah. You're re encoding. You're re encoding memory each time you remember it. Right. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> I, I know. I the. The connections to computers in life is just insane. It is insane. With the human mind and and how the human mind works similarly to a computer, the numerology in the world, how it works similarly to a computer, you know what I mean? Like, it's very, it's, it's wild. It is wild.
1: Yeah, that's not technically true, Jay Ray. I can remember what an Apple looks like. I just can't see it. Yeah. In my mind, which is weird. Like I know what an apple looks like. I can remember that. I can't. I just can't see it in my head.
0: Which is so strange because I can juggle three apples in my head and see all of them with differences on all of them. Like I'm doing it right now as we're talking. Weird. I just dropped one. Um,
1: I I've always wondered: Are there some kind of exercises I can do with my brain to like strengthen that? like, can I fix it at least a little bit? No, I have no, Amfanta- I have anfantasia which is, it's a scale, but I'm pretty far on the scale where it, it's pretty much black in my head. I can only see flashes of things in my head, but I can't visualize anything. Um, I learned yeah. about it after watching an artist uh, that said she had anfantasia and she has to have like a know a physical thing to look at to be able to create art um and i i was like whoa that's totally me and so not i'm not normal like people can actually see things in their head because you know like i had done a few exercises as a kid where they're like you know close your eyes imagine you're on a beach somewhere nice you know and i'm like looking around is everyone like is everyone into this can i see this (laughs) (laughs) and i but i thought i didn't i thought i didn't think it was just me i thought everybody was the same because nobody ever actually said yes i can see it in my head like for real like i just didn't know
0: that yeah that's so and i find it so strange because i am on the opposite side you guys i i feel like my My memory or imagination is so strong, I can almost make myself feel physical things to it. Like like being on a beach and being able to feel feel the wind, you know. I can see everything and feel everything. So look, Kimmy's super strange. And
1: Kimmy's the same, Paige is the same. Yeah.
0: I think we did a test on here a while ago, some weeks ago. Oh, that's and someone someone was new on here said hello. Hello, hello. Uh, where, uh, somebody hopped on here,
1: um,
0: but hello, if we missed it, uh, I I
1: will put in the thought bubble. I should be able to do it tomorrow. I've been really backed up, uh, on, you know, working on the content. So weekends
0: are the worst. The
1: weekends are the worst, but I will absolutely get it up tomorrow.
0: So we record on Friday.
1: Sorry about that. And I'll do it. The thought bubble.
0: We record on Fridays. And then uh, straight up, like, 20 hours of editing straight on Saturday and uh, Sunday also, depending on how much is left. But uh, we try and get it all done.
1: I do have, like, an inner voice. Yeah, I do. It. I bet you I guarantee it's not as vivid as other people's, though. But I do.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. And I dream.
1: I dream, which is a thing that doesn't make sense to me at all. I don't know how I can dream when I can't see things in my head. It's super strange.
0: It is strange. I can
1: hallucinate too. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. Strange, huh? Yeah. That is super weird. (laughs) Then what happens when you take like a hallucinogen? What do you mean? Can you all of a sudden see?
1: Yeah, I can.
0: No way. But you
1: know what? I've never tried to think of an apple and try to, I wonder if I take on oh, now that's an experiment. If yeah. you're on hallucinogens and you have anfantasia can you like visualize the way you could, if you're a normal person, that
0: is super strange Maybe because just- one thing mushrooms do you guys, for those of you that are out there, it mushrooms do something that no other chemical can do. And uh, it, it, it brings back your brain cells. There is nothing on earth that can bring back brain cells. I don't remember if it actually grows them again, or if it uh, just creates the same effect by making them bigger, but it, it repairs brain um, a loss of brain cells. It's really interesting stuff. Like I have been so blown away by mushrooms. Like, so blown away there is something there that science has can't touch which is strange science can do everything
1: and that's absolutely right by the way uh it's not a disability or anything it's just the way your brain processes things and and i can remember things better in my head like i can get more flashes if i just looked at it like i i can see it a little better but still it's like it's like barely a flash like it's like hardly anything Hmm. it's super weird
0: that is weird um okay so i'm gonna go to the bathroom and then we should talk on the cult area uh
1: if i close my eyes yeah yeah we can do that if i close my eyes while tripping what do i see uh well it clearly depends on the dose, but okay. I'll just describe one right now. Um, that was super strange and has stuck in my head and it was a painting. Like imagine like one of those old school, like Da Vinci type paintings or something. I don't know. Um, I'm there's another artist. I'm trying to remember the name of, I can't remember right now, but, uh, like big muscly men. (laughs) um in that weird beigey tone that they used to paint them in almost like a sculpture like with their hands outstretched with like a finger pointed like this and and both of them are on opposite sides of each other and their fingers are pointed at each other like almost touching and they're they're almost in like space like outer space and they're floating closer and closer together like about to touch and all around them throughout space and time is war It's just war everywhere, like little people like us, like, um, you know, just people fighting, like fighting and fighting and fighting. And it almost felt like they're all just fighting to survive is like the it's about the emotions, really, that was running through me as watching it, that it felt it was all moving so slow Almost like you're looking at time and people and what's going on as God. Like, that's what it felt like. And it just felt like absolute chaos. Like, absolute chaos was going on in the universe. Um, But it was super impactful. And it just, it had me thinking about for days about space and time and history and, you know, collective consciousness, because if I believe in anything, I believe in that. But it was really interesting. Um, The Sistine Chapel. Is it? Okay, now I got to look it up. Thank you for calling that out. I'm actually super happy I talked about that. But yes, my eyes were closed, and that's what I was visualizing. Um, So I can definitely see things with my eyes closed when I'm on a hallucinogen. But when I'm not, There's nothing. And it's not necessarily under my control, though. Like, that's not, I'm not controlling that. It's just happening. Or if I am, it's subconscious. Um, I've always thought something was wrong with me because I have no memory of my childhood at all. I do have memories from my childhood. Actually, I have incredible memories from being like a toddler and a baby, um, which doesn't really make sense. I think not saying this is you or anything, but a lot of people who don't have any memory of their childhood, either that part of your brain developed later on uh, than most people, or it's trauma. Um, But for me, I have memories that are super vivid of very early on in life. And I I told a psychiatrist that once, because I tried to prove it to myself, like that they're real memories. Like I went and asked my parents about them and stuff. And they're like, wait, yeah, yeah. I, how do you remember that? That doesn't because they didn't like tell me stories of it or anything. They're random little nothing dates, like where something happened and it wasn't important to anyone but me, apparently. Um, but yeah, it's super strange.
0: Okay, so Delane, right? Did I say that right? Cooler. Delane.
1: Yeah, I have memories that go super far back. But a, a psychologist told me that 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 part of my brain that stores memory, I don't remember what it's called, um, probably developed earlier in me than most people. I don't know that it has anything to do with Anfantasia, though. I'm guessing it doesn't.
0: OK, so let's get on for Delane. All right. So, what is it here? Let me.
1: That's true, CH. Most people's me... are. But I think my memory is stronger when I remember smells and feelings. That's what I don't know. That's what always stands out in my memories is like smelling something or feeling something.
0: Where is
1: not necessarily like seeing it. Uh... What are you looking for? Oh, okay.
0: What did I do with that? Actually, did I put it in <laughs> there? We go. Okay. what all right so core lane. now the first time this was brought up was actually in uh drip drops video and uh i had never heard of the place before it had never been brought up in the idaho four uh oh that's weird on this thumb it didn't include the highlight around you
1: it's the Michelangelo painting. Thank you for bringing that up, CH. Now I'm super curious. So,
0: um, are we moving on? To yes, Florida, we're moving or? on. We are. Okay. We are. So, um, sorry. The first time this got brought up was in the crime circus video. And I had never heard about this before. Um, have you heard about it? No. And
1: definitely not
0: apparently there is a ton of locals and a ton of people that know this area as a cult area now um i'm not going to go into those specific cults this time uh we have evidence of some stuff some funky stuff which i didn't think there was anything nothing zero zip nada and then I went looking and I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe this is here. I cannot believe this is here. Um, so just keep an eye out on that. And we. What? Go ahead. And. Uh, so as we were looking into it, though, you came across this shooting, right? Give the rundown on the shooting.
1: Um. So. Recently, um, we I saw basically something happening in, what was the town name? It's uh, Spirit Lake. Spirit Lake, Idaho, which is in the same county as Coeur d'Alene, uh, Kootenay County. And I first saw it when it said there was an officer-involved shooting going on. Um now, it there was no information. It just said the block that it was on. Uh, remember, it, we I think we had a hard time finding it afterwards, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, it was crim 2 that had... A, I, I have some links. Do so you want me to send you a link?
0: Yeah, yeah. Send me a link. Okay. Real quick. But, uh...
1: but basically, what happened was it was an elderly lady in... Uh, like a, a retirement apartment kind of place. Like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and she was, she's not alive anymore. And they won't say if a police officer shot the her. Police involved shooting. Um, but they're saying it's a police involved shooting. One officer has been put on like paid leave while they're investigating. Um. And apparently she was alone in the home. And she's a very elderly lady who could not walk. Hardly without holding on to somebody. So it it seems very strange, like very, very, very strange. Uh, But let me get this article so we can pull it up because I did find one that they had a press conference where they said nothing. (laughs) They literally wouldn't give out anything. Yeah. It's kind of like the Kopaka situation. But honestly, we had a little bit more on Kopaka than we have on this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and this shooting alone is strange. Now, on top of it, with all the cult information, I'm going to show you guys uh, one of the things that Drip Drop included in his video of the supposed cults in this area. Because this is strange. This is so strange. The... Ammon Bundy cult campaign uh thing like if, if I understand this is supposed to be like targeted at woke and and that whole thing is essentially it's a declaration that hey I'm a Republican bam you know what I mean I get it I'm not going to go into politics I'm not going to touch on that I'm not going to do anything but the fact that that area is known for being cult e having secret societies, having gangs, having taking part in this in some way, and then you put out a campaign video around cult stuff. It's really strange. It is really, really, really strange. I felt weird about it, so let me know how you guys feel about it. I want Malia to see it, so I'll wait to play it. We won't play the music behind it because of the music, but... Um, it is so weird, you guys. (laughs) So weird. And we, we have found some stuff in the area for real stuff.
1: All right. I got the articles here now.
0: Okay. Send it to me and then we'll play this and you'll see how, just how strange this is. Yeah. Moscow is, uh, and Idaho is a very red state. Yeah.
1: That's why people keep bringing up Twin Peaks by the way is um that this whole area is just very strange.
0: Yeah. I, I I mean looking at this it as a campaign video it feels strange. It feels like what is going on here. I don't know if it was just done as a joke. I I don't know. I I don't know. Is it the fact that he's leaning into this idea? Like, yeah, you know, we're known for cult stuff. Let's lean into that. I I I don't know. But it makes me feel weird. Yes. Beetlejuice, exactly. Idaho used to be known for potatoes, not anymore. And we appreciate that. That super chat. Man, I can't wait for the new tech to be in with the microphones. It should make uh, the show.
1: Yeah, it should make uh, things a lot cleaner, simpler. cleaner, better. It should be awesome.
0: Yep. We will each have mics and their upgrades vocally, Uh, big upgrades. I sent it. Okay. All right. So check this video out. All right everyone ready this is the what was he going for was it governor yeah so this is his governor campaign video ready okay is everyone ready so no sound remember watch you gotta watch
1: this what'd that say
0: if you can hear me is there anyone out there And there's just music behind this, so we aren't missing anything. Keep
1: Idaho, Idaho?
0: Yeah, look. What? What? So strange, dude. Yeah,
1: it's... <laughs> I already know the angle of it, though.
0: oh my gosh
1: yeah they are making fun of far leftists
0: with this area though that's like was that the best idea
1: super dumb
0: that this video is 100% going to make people think like hey this is an undertone of there being real cults in the in the area and this is like an ode to them this is a politician <laughs> like this isn't a youtube personality this is a politician can you tell
1: the difference anymore not really
0: for sure, for sure.
1: That was dumb.
0: I agree, It it's dumb. But this is a politician. Look at the quality of this video.
1: The quality is pretty superb.
0: Yeah. yeah. They paid a lot of money for this.
1: Yeah, we're not going to get too uh, political, but I agree. They're leftists are not liberals. There's There's a difference. There is. But it doesn't matter in this situation i guess it's just interesting he went that route
0: it is interesting he went that route
1: he's he's just it's just drawing more on the extremes i guess
0: i mean is it though coming at it from the drip drop angle is it or is it intentionally bringing up the imagery of cults what's he wearing you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: what does anyone know what this is?
1: Yeah, I mean, he was very serious because they a lot of people in his party, you know, him specifically, uh, I've heard just arguments like that the things they were burning in this fire, okay, those those topics, those things all come from some kind of agenda, and it's a non-Christian one, and uh, I'm assuming that's kind of the play here, is they're, like, it's satanic, almost, to, that they're trying to ruin our country, kind of thing, but it is interesting he went down that route, like, he could have done something totally different to get that point across, but he went down the route of them out on a road in Idaho in robes, burning stuff at a fire.
0: Yeah. With a George Washington. Booklet. Well, George Washington was notoriously the first Mason to hit that. What is it? Thirty three. Yeah, degree? It's, the,
1: it's the Constitution. But yes, he was Uh he was very big in in yes the Mason fraternity stuff.
0: Yeah, so I'm pointing out all the things that people are pointing out within this video. Yes, obviously this is the Constitution booklet, but why didn't they throw in a Constitution? Why did they throw in something that is labeled George Washington? Yeah, because this isn't the Constitution
1: that you. This typically is something gave.
0: that says the Constitution of the United States George Washington.
1: Oh, I have a Constitution. Should I grab it? No. No? No, we don't it's the need one, it. It's the one that, like, you have to go out of your way to get that one, because the one that you typically get yeah. looks the way I, the one I have. Yeah.
0: yeah. I would hope everyone knows what the Constitution looks like.
1: You think most people have a copy of the Constitution?
0: They know what it looks like. You're taught about it in, like, every school.
1: Yeah, they show it to you on, like, scribes. They don't show it to you typically as the booklet that you can buy now. Yeah. They show you the original. But
0: I I think that they're leaning into the cult idea here. Intentionally.
1: In Idaho intentionally?
0: I mean, this video intentionally. What do you mean in Idaho intentionally? What are you talking about?
1: Somebody just said they'd like to see my constitution. <laughs>
0: So what what are you talking about in Idaho?
1: Like it's he's going to be the governor or he's running for governor.
0: Yeah. But what does that have to do? Because
1: with... because we're lean, we're talking about the whole Coeur d'Alene. Is there some kind of thing going on there yeah. type thing? So you think he's leaning on specifically what's going on in Idaho with that? not just the political climate across the U S but I don't think this has
0: anything to do with politics. If you're looking at it from the tin hat perspective, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think this is uh, him saying, Hey, I am part of a cult. And uh, if you're backing me as governor, you know what we can do. It's an ode to cultists.
1: Even though he looks like he's fighting the cultists in this.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Because, again, why would you put George Washington in here? Again, this is theory, you guys, and I'm playing from the argument of uh, the tin hat side of things. Why would you put this Constitution in there with one of the most known cultists in all of history? Yeah. Why not just the Constitution?
1: Right. I'm going to go grab my Constitution, okay? Okay. I'll be right back. I'll be quick. I know exactly where it is.
0: Yeah, George Washington is notoriously like one of the most here. It's like one of the most famous Mason pictures is George Washington building the Mason uh, temple.
1: Interesting, right?
0: I think it's super interesting looking at it from that perspective. Do I think there's worth there? More than likely, it's something more explainable. But it is strange because that doesn't need, like, I get the connections, you know? I see them. And the only thing that I'm asking is, whoever created this video, are they smart enough to have those undertones of things like this for tin hat people? Or is there something more to it?
1: That's the Constitution. Of course, it's all silver, so.
0: I gotta get out of the frame, so it picks it up.
1: That's what it looks like when you buy a copy, normally. Did everybody see the Constitution? (laughs) But yeah. That's what it looks like when you get a normal copy of it. It doesn't have George Washington on it. <laughs> Actually, there's no mention of George Washington in the Constitution that I'm aware of.
0: No, there's not.
1: So, I mean, he was writ- it was written pre George Washington. Oh, your pocket constitution was free. That's nice. I had to pay eight dollars for this. <laughs> It still has the price on the back.
0: Seven. From when? Seven ninety
1: eight.
0: Like when was that? I don't
1: know the year that I bought it. It was a long. It was a long time ago. It had to have been at least ten years ago. All right. But this picture is kind of wild, isn't it? Yeah. What do you think this stairway with the girl laying down here means?
0: I have no idea. We've seen it multiple times. The
1: ladder with this person laying on the ground like they're dead or something.
0: So this is just one picture of many. Watch.
1: Uh, I got the Constitution from, I think, Barnes & Noble. I think is where I got it. When I used to hang out at Barnes & Noble a lot. They do give the constitution away for free, uh, but, you know, you can't just go to, I don't think, to a government building and get it typically, which is kind of messed up. What are you looking for? This. Oh, yeah, that picture. Yeah. So what did you want to point out in this picture?
0: The people laying in the steps. You pointed out the girl.
1: Yeah. What what
0: does that mean? What kind of connection?
1: Can you tell what she's picking up? Are those flowers? Is it is it scraps? I I think it's flowers. Like she's throwing flowers at his feet.
0: Jacob's ladder can. Hmm. Yeah, I hmm. I don't know what that means, but we see that a lot, right? And uh, the the imagery is is definitely interesting,
1: and yeah, it's very interesting.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So going back to that video, I, I think that it's, there's one of two options here. Somebody was smart enough that made this video to have a multi-layer tone here of Colt, right? So you're making a video about Colts with an undertone of Colts. Uh, it's super unlikely. I barely ever see anybody that has that that kind of uh, intentionality around video creation and content creation. But uh, it, someone either is doing that or there's really something here. Those are the only options I can come up with.
1: Yeah, I wanted to say real quick, that picture of George Washington with the stairs and the kids, that was a part of his National Masonic Memorial. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it says where exactly he was or anything, but it was like a Masonic memorial for him, which is interesting too. the, the imagery in that, and it being specifically about Masons. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What, why, why are we pointing that out? What does that have to do with this part?
1: because i just thought it was interesting because it it could just be a picture of him um you know like at some kind of thing you know like like a speech like uh no, that... but it's literally a picture that's m- like memorializing him as a freemason
0: yeah um all these pictures are created after After George Washington's time. So when George Washington was part of the Masons, there actually wasn't any rituals or secretism to it yet. That was pre-1820, whatever it was, during this time here.
1: Well, it's just interesting because the imagery used to memorialize him as a Freemason is going to be intentional uh, surrounding whatever you know the beliefs are in masonry is all i'm saying yeah like the everything that's in that picture is intentional
0: yeah yeah
1: it's not just like somebody painting it while looking at it you know what i mean like oh this is happening right now he's giving a speech it's it's not that it's a painting after to memorialize him as a mason
0: yeah i get what you're saying now so what what you're saying is, uh, and again, that literally plays into my point, then, yeah, of it, this it is. that, uh, you know, if you're part of these secret society, if you're a part of these fraternities, right, because they're all fraternities, and that was the original word used for them. It's interesting, though, that, that we have some separation from fraternity and secret society now, though, when really they're literally the same thing, all secret societies are fraternities but not all fraternities, you know what I mean? Like they are all fraternities, that's what it is. And uh, there is clearly some kind of connection to uh, fraternities and George Washington in this way, whether it's just a Masonic connection or not, which is going back to my original statement that uh, I think there's only one or two options with this video. Either somebody is intentional and smart enough to create a multi-layered video here where they make it about cults but then also simultaneously have an undertone about cults like possibly what's around their necks and the fact that there's an ode to george washington here when there doesn't need to be to represent the constitution of the united states you know
1: absolutely
0: I'm curious what's around their
1: neck. You know, I keep this constitution here at the studio intentionally because like there's been some instances in, you know, cases that I have to look, you know, when we're talking about law and everything like it's important in a lot of true crime cases to know what you know your rights are and the rights of the victims are the rights of the I defendants i never know so i i like to look back on my constitution i think it's important for everyone to have a copy of it yeah everybody should
0: cuz i, I literally never internet. know we
1: have the internet now too though but yeah
0: the hard but... co-
1: the hard copy i think is important to have cuz it can't be changed <laughs> it yeah. can't be altered in any way yeah so having this hard copy is important I'm actually curious to look up online definitions and compare it with my hard copy that's pretty old.
0: Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I agree.
1: Hopefully they'd be the same. I would hope so.
0: People with ADHD, I I know we have quite a few in here, which is funny. It's funny because I have such a severe uh, case of ADHD, and I wonder if that makes people with ADHD, like, relate to me and that's why we have a lot of viewers that have ADHD because oh, yeah. their their mind bounces the yeah. same mind does um
1: so they can follow along right yeah. so they're
0: like ev- everyone with ADHD is like yeah I know exactly what you're talking about like I got it you know and everyone else is just lost but um What? Go ahead.
1: I saw someone said, always have a hard copy. And I I was literally just looking this up before we hopped on stream. And I wish I saved these videos. I'm tempted to put all videos that come out on cases that are relevant on a hard drive. Because.
0: All of ours are on a hard drive. Not
1: ours. Other videos of people that like court hearings that, you know. Yeah. Well. Bika Barlow testified that day in court when Steve Mercer, uh you know Vargas Leah that? Larkin, Bicca Barlow also testified. But guess what? It's been scrubbed from the internet, her part of it. Yeah. Specifically Bicca Barlow's part. Yeah. Which I guys, found th- it, but it was hard. Those videos that are, our video that's gonna come out is gonna be talking about her declaration. And there's also been a get a clue video about it, but. We go over it in in the new in the podcast that we just covered last night, and I went looking because I wanted a picture of her on the stand. I also wanted to re-listen to her statement, and I didn't find it. It's been scrubbed. Court TV deleted it. Law and Crime deleted it. Everywhere that yeah. offers that, you know, the court videos, and it was everywhere in the beginning, but now all of a sudden, it's gone. Yeah, they specifically deleted Bicca Barlow's statement. Only yep. her and Gabrielle Vargas, Yeah, them two, you cannot find anymore on YouTube.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's I ridiculous. Mean, it Look, I, br- bringing it back from Tin Hat Land, yep. right? Because to play that other side, um, to think that cases don't play by media is just absurd. If I was a lawyer today, that would be my primary target would be uh would be trial by media that's literally that's the smartest thing to do that's going to get you the most leeway and trial by media is going to cause content creators and other people to start talking about it you're either you're also probably going to get uh famous people talking about it and all kinds of stuff all there is is upside and benefits from a trial by media. If you're a defense attorney, dude, I I would be trial by media every single time. I would make everything transparent and put everything out there and be talking to stations as much as I could. Uh, Because whoever is doing that is going to start with a leg up in the trial. So I don't put down the prosecution for doing it. I think it's kind of shady that they're asking for everything to be gagged while simultaneously uh, convicting by media. But I I get it, right? I yeah. get it. Um, I can connect those dots, you know. Uh, and I don't remember what my point was with that, but I did have a point.
1: <laughs> as long as we know it was there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, Mike, that's a good call out. The conservatives have equated wearing face masks with liberalism. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yep.
1: It's really interesting to think uh, how things would have went if things were different. (laughs) Trying to say that would be uh, getting too political. (laughs) Yeah. If things went a different way. But it doesn't really matter to me either way, to be honest yeah i don't ha- yeah. I just don't have much trust in the higher ups anymore to be completely honest i I trust lower level a lot well, more I trust police more than I trust the highest though well, to be honest
0: i I think here's the issue though, okay? and uh, uh i I don't really want to go down this road. It is just politics I know. I'm obsessed I- with politics, but I don't really want to go down this road. Let me think if I can do it without picking a side here. Um, okay. So, um,
1: thank you, CH. I saw you. Thank you.
0: Okay. I can do it without, you know, making any claims because I'm, I'm not picking any side. I just, that's my life. Isn't this or that. Um, so I think there's this idea out there right now where, um, A lot of media sources are either anti-government or anti the ideas of our politicians so seriously that it's making people get turned off from uh, politics and government um when in my opinion i think that it should be doing the opposite because our politics our freedoms and our government is nothing without the people there's this idea out there that overall um we don't own them the people and the people owns them we are allowed to call them out we are allowed to hold them accountable we're allowed to make content about them we're allowed to say that our police officers suck we're allowed to say our ju- justice system sucks we're a- we're allowed to call it however we feel because that is what our rights and freedoms were created on it doesn't matter what side you're from if you're american and you like being american if you are uh if you like your freedoms then we all should be a part of these systems to keep control of it when we get frustrated and disconnect from all of these systems then we lose control of it. It's not doing anything for anybody. So in these situations, I feel like when we see something we don't like, that should be our cue and key to push harder and get more involved, not less involved. You know what I mean? Does that make sense?
1: I think that was a great way to put it. Absolutely. Um, I, that's why I really don't like in a lot of situations when it comes to, you know, certain cases that people say, well, you think you have any right to any truth? You think you have any right to that information? I, know, I hate that too. Absolutely. I yeah, think I, I do. own it. I, I, yeah. Anyone who pays taxes in this country has the right. We to own know that. the
0: police. We own the court system. We own the politicians. They, we they, own the judges. They are ours. But
1: they I, that's where once it's not that anymore once we are owned and told that you know we have to accept what is being given to us the the crumbs that are given to us and and we can't speak on it that's when you are no longer a democracy you're you're no longer I in agree. a free country you're not a free country anymore like that is the singular right that we have to uphold to not let our country completely go down the toilet.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the singular
1: right to be able to have freedom of speech, to be able to make change, to do whatever we need to do to make change in the systems. That's
0: yeah, and the the two party one thing. <laughs> I agree with you that the two party system is. You can be a part of that party, but ultimately, we are a party of the same thing. We are all citizens. We are all American people. Like, we that should come before the importance of a two party system. And the only way we keep control of that is by becoming more involved, even if there's. Even if you're standing next to someone that you don't believe the same beliefs that they do, that's fine because my freedoms are more important than, than calling you wrong for your beliefs. You know that what I the, mean?
1: That was the whole point in the beginning though, was to have people of different beliefs coming together, making a better country. Like yeah. that's literally the foundation of it. So I don't, under, I think multiple parties makes the most sense. It, it definitely makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, and I think, I hope we move towards that. I really, I, I really, so really do. Because too. what's also odd is you have these two parties that have multiple factions. I know. It's like, what's the point of that?
0: I Maybe put more parties is better. Maybe not. I. I don't know. The only thing I know in other
1: places in the world, it works in a lot of other places in the world.
0: Yeah. The only thing I know is that what's going to keep our freedoms is us being involved in these situations, you know, is going out there and, and doing the voting. Like, you know how tired I get of hearing people say like, go vote, go vote, go vote. You know, that's the last thing in the world that I want to hear. But, Most people are selfish and there's nothing wrong with that. We should be, we should be, we should all be selfish in a way where we have our stuff together in such a a good way, secure way that we're able to offer ourselves to others too, you know, and, um, I want my freedoms. I, I need those freedoms. They matter to me. So, uh, it, it makes me want to go actively take part in these things, you know? whatever they are.
1: Voting local, honestly, is the most important because that's where all of them get their start. If you want honest, good politicians, you have to start at the local level. Yeah. If they never get voted into office, they can never go on to become a senator and a president. Yeah. So local is the absolute most important. Nominating people who are honest and will do the right thing and, you know, actually work for the people
0: yeah and what they want
1: like that's what you have to look at and uh vote for those people yeah but yeah plumbing that's a fantastic point and it's absolutely true they all rub elbows they all tear each other apart and then go hang out (laughs) and get a drink what's on his back window can anyone tell what that is was there ever a closer shot of it like in the beginning when he's driving is that where he's driving up I don't know. Yeah, that is where he's driving up.
0: Let me see. Yeah, There's just, just something like super big on his back window.
1: Yeah. It's, what
0: is that? That's uh, so strange.
1: Watch it be a big Freemason symbol, <laughs> bumper sticker type thing.
0: What does the other sign oh, say?
1: Oh. oh, man. You got a slow mo. Slow-mo is always the answer for these things. What does that sign say? (laughs) Over there. Visitors will be, or violators will be chased out.
0: No. Is what
1: that says under the Keep Idaho, Idaho. Slow-mo and Zoom. Brendan always says he can't Zoom on this, though. Uh,
0: Oh, So this sign over here says something about uh we see all no potatoes.
1: What it's talking about potatoes?
0: It says no potatoes. <laughs> something about seeing all. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It doesn't say that. It I think it says no. I feel like it says shooting on the bottom.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, there you go. You I feel like it's not slow-mo enough.
0: Yeah, it does say sh- no shooting. It says private property. Stay off Mall Road. Stay off Small Road. No shooting. Here What?
1: I wanted to highlight her comment real quick cuz absolutely. That is what we learned. Um, okay, go ahead.
0: Okay, what is this? It's not
1: slow mo up.
0: Okay, okay, hold on.
1: Can you zoom? No. Dang. In the mobile app, you can zoom super well. It's too blurry. Yeah. But just hit play. Maybe it'll pop up again. He does have a big old bumper sticker. Oh, I bet we could zoom it in right there when it got dark when you passed the sign. If we had Zoom.
0: What? I didn't even see it.
1: Right, right there. Or no, uh, was it a little before that? Right.
0: Yeah. Eh. It's still blurry.
1: I am curious what it says, though.
0: Yeah, I don't eat any potatoes that grow in dirt. Yes, you do. No, I don't.
1: You eat potatoes, and they all grow in dirt.
0: Not the kind I
1: eat. So what, they're grown in water, like hydroponics? Hydroponic potatoes? What?
0: What is that? That has, like, arrows.
1: They may throw potatoes while chasing you instead of shooting. I love potatoes, too. Potatoes are the best.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that sign is. Can anyone identify that? Can you... I Exactly, Dirty Clean. I only gr- eat ones that grow from trees. Can but... you
1: can you consume hydroponic potatoes in other ways
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> hit play let's see if the truck pops up anywhere else
0: i'm trying to now identify this oh i want to know what sign that is. oh it's
1: a triangle upside down triangle are you serious potatoes calcify your pineal gland i also heard that about fluoride too
0: I don't know what sign that is. I'll I'll try and Oh, look, look, look. Yeah.
1: That's much better. Yeah, it is. What does it look like?
0: I don't know. Oh wait, is that just the male and female sign?
1: Miss Kelly says I'm dying. Forget the commercial. Tell us more about magical potato trees, please. I
0: think that is the male and female sign.
1: Wait, there's a male and female sign on his upside down triangle? I kind of feel like it. That's super strange. I had to look
0: at it with my own eye. Oh, no, it's not. All right, what? No, I don't think it is. I wasn't sure, though.
1: We are watching um, Bundy, who's running for governor. It's funny; his name is Bundy. Mm-hmm. He's running for governor in Idaho, um, and this is his <clears throat> campaign video.
0: Yeah, this is his campaign video.
1: It's a bathroom, <laughs> a bathroom symbol.
0: And then we'll then we'll dig back into the uh, Cordell Lane shooting. And you sent those, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: I thought... So is this all you were showing?
0: Yeah. It's just strange. And I want to be able to cover both sides of the equation here, right? Because you have people that are saying that, there's, uh, that he has connections to cult stuff. And this is actually him making his cult claims known.
1: Yeah, we know it's about the woke cult. Yeah, we know. We know like from a political standpoint where this is coming from. Like we we get that. Um, Brennan was just theorizing for, uh, you know, going along with, you know, drip drop crime circuses um, line of thinking. Is he dropping this in? Cause he could have came, he could have came at it different. Yes. Like when talking about the woke cult, the way he did it, I mean, I guess is kind of odd. Um, so he is wondering, is he, is he paying, is he paying homage to anything considering he's using a, a George Washington constitution, which is not the typical constitution you can buy. It's this, this is what it looks like when you go buy a constitution. Um, So is he paying homage by using George Washington, who was a Freemason, very well known one uh, that they're burning in the fire and, you know, uh, other things? Yeah, it's just odd. I mean,
0: yeah, those little details that someone without like actual knowledge of those things might not pick up, might not know
1: people in like, you know, those kinds of secret societies or fraternities will absolutely drop hints in anything that they do. Yeah. They will. Yep. The costumes look like those people that showed up on the churches.
0: Oh, shut up. The occult. That is crazy. What? That connection. Uh, Amon is another version of the Egyptian God.
1: Where? Right oh, here.
0: That's interesting.
1: Where did it say that?
0: That's his name.
1: Whose name?
0: The governor.
1: It's Amon Bundy? Yeah. Oh.
0: It's I e- didn- Egyptian Bundy.
1: That's strange. I didn't know what his first name was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So... We'll we'll keep digging, you know. I I know it's joking going into the tin hat topics and everything, um, but you you never know. One thing that's really important, like why we talk about the tin hat topics in the way that we do, without just putting them down and putting people down for believing them, is that um, if these beliefs are important to a suspect, then they should be important to everybody. So an overall knowledge is really important of all of these things.
1: Yeah. And Bohemian Grove is real and they were burning. So what do you think about them burning the American flag in that video, even though they're acting like, no, the, the Bohemian cult. I was just saying, or Bohemian Grove is a real place. Like okay, we know that separately. in that that governor's video he was burning an american flag which i get it he's making the woke cult look like they're doing it but like him and his production company had to do that to make the video so what do you think about that uh, (laughs) along with the george washington you know constitution
0: yeah well look here here's another play right and let's just see how tin hat i could go so Three things are burning in the fire. We have uh, uh, a picture of somebody pregnant. and ultrasound. We have uh, an American flag. And we have the George Washington Constitution. And he grabs the George Washington Constitution and lets the other two burn.
1: That's super weird.
0: <laughs> you know. Hmm. <laughs> obviously that's just going tin hat you guys i'm just taking it there you know i'm not saying i believe that or, or anything but i'm just trying to make connections how someone else could
1: hmm. <clears throat> oh yeah there was a cross too there was four things there was a wooden cross that's oh, right. oh
0: yeah that's right that's right yep <clears throat> i feel like he's promoting him more than he's deterring him too and i'm not even trying to go tin hat i just i think it was a poor attempt at at pl- at leaning into the local narrative, you know? I just think it was a poor attempt at that.
1: Yeah, a young Alex Jones absolutely snuck into Bohemian Grove, and that stuff was that was insane. That was that was absolutely real. Whatever yep.
0: Bohemian you, Grove is real. You yep. like
1: Alex Jones? Dislike Alex Jones? That doesn't matter. Back then, when he did that, that was some wild stuff. Yeah, and it was a hundred percent real.
0: Yep, absolutely. And if you guys don't know what they do at Bohemian Grove to like initiate. Uh, You should look into it. It's interesting. Very, very interesting. Actually, you could probably just watch Alex Jones, and I think he talks about it too.
1: Yeah. It broke Alex Jones's brain. Maybe it did. Maybe they got to him and started poisoning him with some kind of braiding yeah, that's, parasite. Yeah, that's
0: what we've been talking about, Don't Dive, is that George Washington was, I think he was the first 33rd Uh, Freemason.
1: Good night, Anne.
0: Yeah, good night. I hope
1: your stitch removal goes smoothly. Yeah. (laughs) I always hate that part.
0: Yeah, I don't like how it feels. Yeah. Um, Okay, so going back to uh, our topic, our second topic of the night. I know we kind of got... Oh, man, did I accidentally close the wrong one? I think I did. Yep. Okay. So... Give me one second here.
1: It was kind of near the top, I believe. Was it? What? You just passed it.
0: No, that's the new one. Oh. I was going to go with one of the original ones. And I think it's actually, is it in 17 or 6? There it is. Okay. All right. So what we know about this area, this area has had secret societies in this area. Uh, It has had fraternities. It has had criminal group entities in this area. I think that is the original point of origin for this area. Now, That's weird. Okay. That's not the topic of conversation for tonight, but that's weird. That's really weird. Um, and, uh, yeah, the occult reject shows are incredible. (laughs) They are amazing. Um,
1: definitely go check them out.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, so going back to the shooting, right. And that's what this is here just to bring it back around. So Residents are still asking questions. We have TNT who's covering Brent Copaca. Um, we we do have all the Brent Copaca footage. We just we didn't want to take because TNT has been like focusing on that for the last couple weeks. So I've been waiting to put any of that out, but we, we got it like the next day, I think, after uh she posted that video. Um, but uh and and this feels very similar to that okay so the the rundown of that is um the uh there was a situation where where a gun was involved right police got called uh police didn't they weren't acting like it was a big deal they weren't acting like it was uh, a a a big issue everyone was really calm and everything but ultimately they ended up shooting someone to death. Um, now they locked that case up and sent the officer home, did an internal investigation, and that, that case has been locked up for over a year. No one could get access to it. Everyone was waiting on it. Everyone was trying to get information from it, but they had to officially close the case before all that information got sent out to everybody. Now I think we have like 17 files is what we were sent. I think I listened to all of them uh, and all the different police body cam footages from the Brent Kopaka. This is like beginning stages of that was except with the Brent Kopaka stuff. The sheriff was not involved. There was no sheriff involved investigation on this one. We have a, neighbor or i'm sorry a family member who called in and and said there was something going on with the gun uh they closed off the streets they they kept everyone back and uh the police ended up ending this woman um
1: wait what a a a family member that's
0: what it says
1: i don't know
0: yeah you pulled it up and corrected me Um. that it was a family member
1: Yeah, I thought they, I don't think they called and said something was going on with a gun.
0: I think so.
1: Yeah. No, I believe it. I don't think it says any of that, but.
0: How do you think they knew she had a gun? Why would they call SWAT? I think you might be confused because you're the one who told me all this stuff. Why else would SWAT be called?
1: I don't they know only what. Come that's guns. what I was speculating on because I don't believe there's anywhere that it says there's something going on with a gun there. Yeah,
0: that's what the call was about. Okay. The nine one one call.
1: Okay.
0: Was called in that there was a gun, um, here.
1: Okay. Two Spirit Lake Evening. officers responded to events around six fifteen p.m. Wednesday to investigate a unaliving self threat. Call, according to the sheriff's, um, a shooting occurred at the residence. I believe I sent this to you. This is on Bonner County County Daily B. Yeah. A shooting occurred at the residence, but police have not yet confirmed who fired the shots or whether anyone was hit. No officers were injured, according to Spirit Lake P- Police Department. The subject of the welfare check, identified by police as 67-year-old S. A. Floyd, was found deceased inside an apartment. Her cause of death has not yet been confirmed. Yeah, uh, an autopsy was performed on Thursday. The officers involved in the incident have been placed on administrative leave.
0: Okay, this but is a that's standard
1: the, procedure. But that's
0: the first one, and then we listen to the second follow-up. And the second follow-up video is what talks about. Here, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go to it. Okay. Okay, let me let me find it. Here.
1: Yeah, so. (laughs) So we're not we're not going to answer that. Frustration tonight as important questions remain unanswered from the death of a 67 year old woman last week
0: not surprising.
1: They said they are... N- the Sheriff's Department and it was County Sheriff Robert no- Norris who spoke...
0: And they, they did say it was a shooting It is or a, shooting. a shot was fired.
1: Uh, it was a shooting. It might oh. be in the first one. Um. So she was later found deceased in her apartment. Yeah, it might be um, in the they- first
0: one, actually. But...
1: Uh... We were... I mean, I only read from these articles that I sent you, so... I mean, if it's anywhere, it's in these articles, so. I know you've been Um, gathering information for us this morning. What can you share with us? Whoa, this audio. Oh. So Channing, right now we're at 4th and Jefferson, where last night there were dozens of sheriff's office deputies as well as quarter uh, lane police cars here. Since last night, those uh, police officers and deputies have cleared out. There is just one more sheriff's deputy car here in the parking lot of an apartment complex uh, just to the right of me here. Now, we don't know much about what happened late last night, but what we do know is there was a report of an officer involved shooting at eight o'clock. Last night, right here in this area of Jefferson and Fourth Avenue, we do know that no officer ended up hurt, but we don't know whether or not the other person involved in that officer involved shooting ended up hurt or not. After the reports of the officer involved shooting, then that's when a SWAT standoff happened at one of the houses here around Fourth and Jefferson. We don't know which house at this point. We don't know whether or not the suspect was actually. So,
0: okay, I think that's where the misconception is. So, There was an officer involved shooting and then a standoff.
1: Yeah. And here, let me, let me. And,
0: and I pretty sure one of the family members called in.
1: Yeah. Um, I just said that there was a, a, there was a welfare check and there she is. Somebody had threatened to unalive themselves. Well now listen to this according to a neighbor. Okay. uh, The sheriff's office has not clarified whether Floyd was shot by police during the standoff or if she died another way. Um, Spirit Lake resident Steve Stoke, who lives across the street from the facility, said his wife heard five gunshots and found out somebody barricaded themselves into the apartment. SWAT and police surrounded the apartment, and flash bangs were deployed, which were heard by neighbors on the surrounding streets. Police sounded like they were negotiating with the person to come out of the unit. Other residents at Maple Tree Court were evacuated uh, to Spirit Lake City Hall. They were holding out a l- loudspeaker. Come out with your hands up. We are just here to help you. It took hours. Uh, Amanda asked another neighbor in the area said by the time she arrived home around 630 p.m., police already had the apartment surrounded. SWAT drove a truck into the complex with multiple officers standing on the back of the car, all armed. Police were on the street telling neighbors to go back inside. Uh, Amanda said all while she could hear what she thought was a helicopter flying above the area. They had a helicopter on this. Stoke and uh, Amanda asked, both said this type of incident in the town was shocking. It's super unusual. Um, Now we have uh, an account from a visitation aide who said they used to go help her because she needed a lot of extra help. She had trouble seeing... Was poor and was being evicted. That was her last night in the unit. She was small, maybe 100 pounds. She lived on her own, so she obviously couldn't get around. But when we left, she asked, do you know how to deal with a blind person? And she said she would hang on to my elbow. She said, just don't walk too fast and keep me in the middle of the sidewalk. She carried a white cane. She'd feel the curb with the cane. Like she literally had to hang on to somebody's arm to be able to like walk around because she couldn't see and she couldn't walk.
0: Yeah. So I'm just, I I agree. How could
1: she barricade herself into an apartment and have a standoff with police?
0: Look, I agree with you. I think the whole thing is strange. The whole thing is super weird, but I read multiple documents talking about a family member, which made me wonder why, because we didn't hear about them at first. So where is this supposed family member coming from? How was there a police involved shooting and then a standoff? Like, these things don't make sense.
1: It seems it does, none of it makes sense. I don't understand how a 67 year old old woman who's blind and can hardly walk or get around on her own and how she could have do any of what they're claiming happened. They they put flashbangs in there,
0: uh, and she, maybe it's a gun game.
1: She's she's barricading herself into an apartment. Is this for real?
0: I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it either. I I,
1: question: does she have a grandson that came there and did this? And, you know, is there a family member that could have came there? But, but why is she the one passed away?
0: Or, yeah, or were they like way wrong? They were fighting a ghost person. You know what I mean? That, did she get hit by a stray bullet? And now the standoff is to try and fix the situation?
1: This is reminding me a lot of, like, Kopaka, but, like, this is an old woman who is disabled.
0: I agree. I agree. And my biggest concern here is things not being handled transparent and or correct
1: well they're investigating right now so i i do understand the lack of information and i'm glad that is the sheriff's office investigating the city police like if we have an external and you know investigators that are not a part of this i hope that leads to more truth and you know transparency than uh you know a place investigating themselves, like a a city police office with higher ups investigating that are still in that police. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: No office
1: investigating themselves like that, like internal affairs type thing. Uh, I I don't always completely trust that
0: dude. The federal government needs to come in and like correct Idaho. There is something crazy going on in Idaho where you call SWAT, and the, somebody is 100% of the time getting shot.
1: Yeah, this is in Spirit Lake, Idaho, which is in Kootenai County, same county as Coeur d'Alene. Yep. Almost sounds like a swatting, Michael. You're absolutely right. It does. It sounds like somebody called in a fake call.
0: Isn't Spirit Lake the lake in Coeur d'Alene?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: I'm pretty sure.
1: I'm not sure. I yeah, could, this was yeah. in Spirit Lake, Idaho.
0: I think this is the lake
1: that everyone goes to in Coeur d'Alene?
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: It, it's also interesting because I want to. Does ev- like what's going on with the police training in this area, <laughs> and, and do what these Washington police, you know, in Pullman also go to the same training centers as like court, like Kootenai County police uh, and P- Moscow police. Like, do they all train together?
0: What is up with, I think there's a major flaw in their training. I agree with you. Not even just talking about like read training, but the SWAT training where, where are these SWAT guys coming from and why are they so quick to pull a trigger? Right. It sounds like a problem to me.
1: I agree. It sounds
0: problematic. We we have the only one, okay? The only one, which in my opinion, like, does it count? Of course it counts, but it doesn't count at the same time. And what I'm talking about is the shooting in Idaho, uh, in Moscow. You remember how they took that guy without ending him? remember you remember yep. where he was shooting out the window or whatever? Yep, the other well, one. that was that was less than a year after Copaca. And that officer is being held accountable for that, for the Copaca stuff. So um it makes sense why they would change their tactics. But then you go 45 minutes outside of that area and you see the same things again, quick to trigger. This was a 67 year old woman.
1: Yeah. As soon as we're allowed to blind, as soon as we are allowed to hello, hello, AR, good to see you. I hope you're doing well. Um, And yeah, there's a lot of issues with law enforcement in Idaho, as we're seeing with the Spirit Link shooting. It's it's a problem. What's Um, going on with
0: Idaho? As
1: soon I already have the request form and everything that as soon as I can, I'm going to be hitting them up with the Freedom of Information Act to get the documents, body cam, anything I can. Uh, because I think this is a huge deal. Like, I'm absolutely going to be looking at those police reports and that body cam footage, because this one is a problem. Like, Copaca is a problem. And you know, with the body cam footage, I saw AR, you come out with a video on the Kopaka stuff. I agree with you. They, they didn't try to learn, and Lana, they didn't try to learn anything about him and negotiate anything yeah,
0: we've we've Nothing. even talked on that so like yeah we we are all in agreement the same but so uh you know uh the tactics they're supposed to use and to me it sounds like they set him up to end him and yes i am saying that intentionally and i barely ever say that i usually always side with law enforcement until I start seeing cracks. But, you know, they called his friend and said, hey, do you know Brent Kopaka? And he said, yeah. Why? What's up? And they said, "Okay, thanks. And they hung up and did not try and get him on the phone with Kopaka.
1: Yeah, that's messed up. What? That's messed up.
0: Why did they not throw a phone into him? Why did they not try and reach out to him and get a response. Like, why did none of this happen? Why was the first thing that they go to it? Why did they call his friend and then not make the connection? I, what is the point for me? It sounds like, okay, we need to check all our boxes before we pull that trigger. Okay. Call made check this done. Check this done. Check
1: pow. Yeah, I know. I, I know. And the thing is, is like Lana made a great point that they didn't even seem to know that he was a veteran. It was never mentioned in the body cam footage anywhere.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: It is. Yeah. Oh, you heard it. Yeah. Because she said it, it wasn't ever mentioned. Maybe it she, is. She probably just missed it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it from everything that I heard and watched, which it was kind of hard to listen to. Um, I really want you to enhance the audio, yeah, but um, I-, I couldn't hear them really negotiating the whole time. It's come out with your hands up, come out with your hands up, come out with your hands up. Oh, you want a cigarette? Come out here. Like, that's not negotiating, they're yelling commands at somebody.
0: There's body, there's yeah, I. So we have all of the videos from the Copaka stuff. Uh I think it's 17 total files. Um and like I said just a, a minute ago, uh I've just been letting TNT w- without trying to like hop on that bandwagon, waiting for TNT to get through the bulk of that stuff. But we've had them for weeks already. Um and they uh there's a body cam with one of the with one of the roommates where they absolutely let the police officer know that his background or whatever. But the thing is that officer does not share that information. It doesn't like if I was that cop and I just got told that I would right away be like, hey, let me get on my radio. Give me a second here and boom, share that information that was not done that was not done it's really strange yeah really really strange that should be number 1 because of a multitude of factors uh gun training weapons training all this training so looking at it from a cop's perspective to save life you want to share all that information with everybody there and that makes him m- m- more more dangerous so you would think that you would try and create more situations where uh you you de-escalate the situation not escalate it and and get to the point quickly like let's hurry it up let's get to the point where we can pull the trigger you know that's literally what it feels like in Copaca, in my opinion
1: yeah i agree with you uh it's it was hard to to listen to to be honest for me um and that's awesome. I I hope you do a live soon. I hope to catch it, AR, when you do go live. I haven't got to catch any of your lives yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. I really would love absolutely. to. Absolutely. Um do do you think I'm I'm not a cop. I've had many cop friends and I've never asked this question. So, I haven't hung out with any cop friends in years, you guys. Uh I used to all the time, but for whatever reason, I never asked this question. Do you think cops brag about how many people they've ended? Ooh. I've never been around a cop and been like, hey, do you guys like, hey, you remember that one guy that, that was acting crazy? I put two in him. Like you know old, what I mean? old
1: war stories telling, like glorifying. Yeah, okay.
0: glorifying shootings.
1: So I would like to hear from you guys if you know any police, if... Um... If you have experienced that, because that's interesting. I'm sure some don't. I'm sure there's some that it feels traumatic, uh, but I, I'm sure there are ones who do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just a scary thought. We know soldiers do. Depends on the person,
1: I would assume. Yeah.
0: We know soldiers do, but soldiers are in a different situation. That's a different setting being uh in a different country with potential enemies around you at all times and uh i feel like there is a certain mindset you need to be in that is more sociopathic to be a good soldier and and that is very different in my opinion
1: yeah they don't like talking about work and uh there most of them it's devastating i hope that's the case for most
0: i wish i would have asked that question i can't believe i never asked that um i yeah i can't believe i never asked that now uh when i used to hang out with like hardened criminals that did time um that did prison time i uh i had a buddy so i was never affiliated okay but I had a buddy that was um, to the skins, and in California, there's like uh, there, there's two Caucasian gangs in prison you have the woods and you have the skins, they have very different rules, Michael's very, said very thanks. different associations.
1: <laughs> thanks, Brendan. <But>, <laughs> um,
0: there is uh, there is what for the military thing, yeah. I, I feel like it's a good thing, man, like military. I take off my hat like, dude, military is important, man. And it is hard. I think police is hard, too. But going back to my story. So the if he was affiliated with the Skins, which is a much more active gang that in prison and outside than Woods are. And uh, he did time constantly. He was always going in, coming out um, and, and Get, getting caught up for something with his officer and going back in and out just PO back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, uh, yeah, yeah. AR that.
1: Yeah. I think scary I stuff, think There's but, many soldiers who don't talk about what they experienced though, oh. too. And I, I don't think, I mean, it's just, there's different ways of handling it. Okay. There's different ways. I have heard,
0: we all have to be sociopathic at times. When I say sociopathic, I'm talking about like tendencies, right? You gotta be able to turn off those emotions and be able to engage in life-threatening traumatic situations. So I don't mean that as a stab, you guys. Um, but uh don't forget, so what's A B? Aryan Brotherhood. Uh, um, so he was uh a skin and Um, so he was always going in and out of prison and he was, he would tell me like he, he was one of the shot callers. He, he was one of the the key holders for the whites or the skins in, in, in that world. Um, and, uh, he, he had a certain tattoo on his butt that, uh, basically, called the prison officers out when they're searching him and all the time he said almost every single time when you're going into a prison in california these officers want to see how they hold up the how they hold themselves when in comparison to um, a criminal. So a lot of times they'll take their belt off and take them in the other room and go throw blows with them, literally get down with them. And you know, when an officer does that, that those are the officers that you're going to be able to reach out to, to get things in, bring phones in, bring dope in, bring all kinds of stuff in for you. And it it's a lot more common than you think. It, now you got to understand he was, Criminal, like a criminal right so uh but he said like half of those officers would now i understand those officers are a little bit different than like a police officer a peace officer out on uh the streets but that can show you the mindset behind officers in general right sorry that was super long-winded to yeah, get but to my point cor- but
1: corrections officers are different than police
0: though it depends on what facility you're in but yeah yes they are but they're all part of that law enforcement train
1: yeah they're all part of law enforcement but corrections officers don't i think they're honestly the training's different and it's less like you it's just a different situation and you have to yeah it's less training i know that actually for sure
0: i've told uh malia this but i bet we know same people a.r
1: what is what is that
0: cochran uh just a, a prison it, where um what central cali right or is that just on the east west of arizona you
1: know i used to play on guantanamo uh, bay the i've the never beach. done
0: time you guys so i i don't know a hundred percent where that is i think it's corona maybe i don't know man let me look it up just to be sure.
1: It says Cochrane, California. Oh,
0: Cochrane, California. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've never been in the uh Did you? Yeah, it's just a response. It's echoing in the mic. Um but I've I've never done time. So like the exact placement of those areas? Yeah, it's max security. You probably know a lot of people I know. Um but yeah. And I saw some people on here asking, for those of you that are new here, I was a troubled kid, man. I went through a lot of stuff when I was younger, and uh, I had a... a the, Why is the computer doing that? What do I have on? Oh, right here. So uh, I have... I had ADHD that wasn't being treated. I had trauma that happened to me when I was younger. Um, And uh, I have a interest in, you know, getting that adrenaline rush. That combination of things just wasn't healthy for me. So I automatically started associating with criminals and and doing work for criminals and working with criminals. And, uh, you know, it it created a really bad situation because I wasn't in a place in my life where I could learn, grow and get over my traumas in a healthy way. I didn't know how to cope. I didn't have those tools of coping. Um, So, you know, luckily, luckily, I am so lucky, you guys, to never have to do real time Um, but, uh, when you're hanging out with those people, you associate with them. And I think what a lot of people don't know is that even like race based criminals, right? Like skinheads, like, um, I can't even say the word, but the NAZ lowriders, uh,
1: Vinlanders, uh,
0: Vinlanders, (laughs) uh, ABs, hammer,
1: hammer skids, (laughs)
0: yep. ABs, all these factions, they they associate with all races because everything is drug related and money related, all of it. And <laughs> internally, they don't admit that. But that's absolutely what it is. So if you're around those types of things, then you are going to be around all of these types of people. I was never affiliated. uh, And I would tell you guys if I was, you know, but I don't see that as being any different than being a criminal. A criminal is just as negative detrimental horrible to society as somebody as misguided as doing something like that but um (laughs) you served in the boy scouts that's super funny i regret all of it i i don't regret it as life experience i regret not pursuing things that i actually enjoy pursuing like uh you know, a lawyer being a lawyer, uh, focusing in on some kind of science. Uh, those are the things that I like that because of my past and not being able to cope, I missed out on, you know. I hope that answered your guys' question, though.
1: Whose question?
0: Someone, I saw two people ask, like, how were you associated with skinheads or how were you, you know what I mean? you
1: were also a punk rocker, so...
0: Yeah, but that doesn't have nothing to do with race. Punk is the opposite of that. Punks yeah, but are like there was a bunch anti of any racism, anti any. Yeah,
1: but there was a like a a part of punks that were skinheads.
0: Yeah, but real punks hate them. They fight them, and like there is no room for for racism in punk. That doesn't exist. But yes, yeah.
1: I'm glad you're on the up and up, though. Ar, he said he served over 25 years that's
0: yeah that's wild man i'm
1: incredible i'm i'm happy that like you you you're not in that you know cycle of going back going back and yeah you're you're on to bigger and better things with your wife and it's incredible it's absolutely incredible some of us
0: yeah punks and skins don't work for sure well i
1: knew that you fought them like you weren't friends with them yeah but I just thought maybe you knew something about them also because of that. I mean, because fighting somebody, somebody being an yeah. enemy can make you learn a lot about them too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it when you saw the skinhead, you, you just knew there was going to be a fight that night. Um, but, uh,
1: yeah, you have a real life now. Exactly. That's, I feel yeah. that way too. I, yeah. I definitely don't want to go back to any of my <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm going to call them.
0: Yeah. But like looking back at it, though, I I take a lot of those things that happened to me and that I was involved in. And I, I like having those experiences. You make when it we're valuable. Look, yeah. When we're looking at crime and looking at these types of things where... You're trying to get in the head of a criminal. Well, it's a lot easier to get in the head of somebody when you've been that person. You know what I mean?
1: Which is what so, AR is doing as well. Yeah. And uh that's that's why we love your channel, AR. Yeah, yeah. So you guys should definitely check him out if you haven't.
0: It brings he's
1: he's posted some videos the past few days that I, I was like, Whoa, and I watched him on my alt account. I need to go onto the Thought Right account and and like it too and leave a comment. I will do that, but because I'm always watching on my alt account and I I don't really want to make my alt account known, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah.
0: absolutely. But uh so yeah, core delane. What what do you think is gonna happen?
1: I think this is gonna come out as either a swatting, like Michael said, King of the chat, Michael said, or we're gonna see. I think regardless, this is going to be police misconduct in some way. I I feel like unless there's another person involved that they haven't told us about, um, like a grandson or somebody she knew, or maybe a stranger coming in her place. I I don't know. Um, Unless there's that. And she was just a victim of circumstance. Uh, there there's I feel like there's absolutely no way there can't be, be some kind of police misconduct
0: I agree and I don't understand it and it makes me wonder if this was to cover up a mistake and what I'm getting at here is like how if you're following protocol can you escalate to this point where it got with somebody that's 67 years old and blind and unable to walk on their own and maybe unable to stand on their own, that has to require a walker, like how? How do you think the SWAT team rolled up and she's yelling out the window, Don't come in here, I'm gonna you, like what? <laughs> but, how
1: did it go they, from this to this? They said she barricaded herself she can barely walk she can't see she is blind and has a cane there's no way a woman that is a hundred pounds who is blind and can barely walk is barricading herself in an apartment with a gun Uh, and apparently it was an unaliving self-call
0: yeah i don't understand either i just so how is that a threat to the
1: cops
0: I don't I don't it it made me wonder, did something go wrong and a mistake was made and she was ended and the cops were trying to cover it up and said, hey, we need SWAT here because we heard this and this and this and this. And the whole time SWAT was there, nothing was said because she was already ended.
1: Yeah, she was a savage. Exactly. Do you know I get a pee? Do I know what? Okay, well, he's really got to pee. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I know, man. And I'm I'm interested in hearing your writing. I I think I heard the f- second one. I think I missed the first one, but I am curious to hear it. I think it's amazing that you're doing that. Um, but. I, you guys, I I just can't even fathom this. And by the way, Brendan was wrong. Spirit Lake isn't the lake, I don't believe, that has been referenced and was referenced in um, Crime Circus's video. Coeur d'Alene has a giant lake that it, it seems to extend from Coeur south all the way to... What is the name of this town here? Oh my gosh, there's a town called Plummer plumbing there's literally a town called plumbers south of <laughs> coeur d'Alene. but it, it extends south to parkland and plumbers right to the left there's a town called plumber south of coeur d'Alene. plumbing yeah our viewer
0: <laughs> dude you need to live there
1: yeah <laughs> go to plumber but this look in Coeur Lane, there's a giant lake. Yeah. So I don't think Spirit Lake is that Spirit Lake. Lake oh, is small.
0: Got it. Okay. This is the
1: Coeur d'Alene Lake.
0: Well, I wonder but where Spirit
1: Lake is really close. And guess who lives there? Look, Rathdrum, where the Gonzaleses I... live, is super Dude, close I to know. Spirit Lake.
0: It's it's all part of that same area. I know we've seen the the social media pictures of all of those kids on the lake.
1: Yep. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Them all floating in tubes and stuff.
0: Yeah. I think I might have some of those pictures.
1: So Spirit Lake to Rathdrum, which Rathdrum is basically a part of Coeur d'Alene. It's on the northern side of it, almost like a little suburb of Coeur d'Alene. If you can even call Coeur d'Alene a big city or anything, I don't think so. But it's a 15 minute drive. It's 11.9. So 12 miles north on this county road and then yeah
0: um, it's literally it's part of the same it's right there it's, it's all it's yeah. right there it's yeah. right there.
1: it's just a tiny town outside of quarter lane
0: yep yep so what could this be you, because the brent Copaca stuff is uh
1: you know what i didn't notice what quarter has a giant national forest yeah Yeah. There's so much conspiracy around national forests and so many crimes that happen around national forests. I know. Interesting.
0: I'm telling you, there's stuff to back up these ideas that there's some weird stuff going on. And I wish I had already released what uh the contact, the, the video that... From this area. I I wish I I had already released it, but uh, I'll be releasing it soon. Um, It's wild. It's wild. To say the least, it is wild. Do you
1: remember the question you asked me? What? You asked me a question before you left.
0: Nope.
1: No? Okay.
0: Nope. Nope. (laughs) I just think it's interesting. I think something's going on here. I think it needs to be looked into. I think it could be something simple, like a training problem within the police, uh, or it could be something more that we don't understand. Um,
1: Yeah, there could be an additional element that we don't understand, but at face value, what what they are um, reporting... And won't give any more information. Looks absolutely horrible.
0: Yeah. No, oh, I agree. Whoa. Yeah. I I just looked up that, that name, AR. The man uh,
1: with the th- a thousand faces?
0: Yeah. I don't remember this guy. He... What is he? A Sereno a Or narteno?
1: Gosh, he's scary.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: he's a criminal. Did he? Is he a murderer? Like, what is he?
0: I don't know. I don't know, but Kern County, grr. Kern County is like like De Delane. It is wild. But uh, yeah, I I think what Stunt said is r- a really good. Comment that the cops up there are bored and have a Rambo complex getting all amped up, and then something happens that could very likely be what happened in the Copaca uh, situation, too. It doesn't change that they need to be held accountable and things need to be fixed. You know, we've commented on the Idaho Four police and how they acted pre crime to how they're acting. Post crime, it's
1: the difference oh is gosh. wild. It, it is. is insane. And they are not the same police officers on the streets anymore. It's different police officers, and they are way nice now. Like people are literally peeing on the 1122 King Road home, and they go out there and just have a nice conversation.
0: I I I know, I know.
1: Interesting. It's really really strange.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, no get get a clue is is good. Um
1: no, he, we he, like
0: get a clue, but he is a little sensitive and that's I not know. a bad thing.
1: He, is, he is sensitive. I, yeah. you know, he really didn't like Brendan's hot dog. <laughs> <I> no, <know. laughs> he called me a sidekick when it I was, was so it was, happy. It was my theory. It wasn't even your theory. It was I mine, know. but I was the sidekick. <laughs>
0: I was so happy when when get a clue said that I was laughing so hard. He was like, I had to listen to something Idaho for from a hot dog or a grown man in a hot dog. I was like, yes, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. I don't know why people get so weird about the costumes like people were leaving comments like we were doing it for no reason. Like it was literally Halloween.
0: I know it
1: was for Halloween.
0: <laughs> like, it, i mean even if not it wasn't what... for halloween it doesn't matter what is going on up here has nothing to do with what's going on out here come on come on
1: yeah i know he complimented us right before that i know yeah he, he liked us and then he saw the hot dog and he was like and the fact that you know i was uh, questioning whether brian could have relapsed or something mm-hmm. he didn't like that which it's his opinion that's fine i still enjoy his content i still like the things that he uncovers and i think that he has some interesting angles to some of the things he talks about which is what i look for and i watch for um so yeah
0: no i i like it a clue also and and there is nothing that can offend me i I don't think anyone out there could offend me. There's, just, It's just not possible with words. I do not think it's possible with words for someone to offend me. I usually find humor in literally everything. So, uh, you know, it, the only thing I worry for with Get a Clue is his own stress. When I listen to him, I'm like,
1: I, I know, oh,
0: calm down. Like his heart You're going to rate- give yourself a heart attack. <laughs> his heart man. rate must
1: be high.
0: Yeah, he, he
1: is very authentic. Absolutely. Um, I don't think he's trolling. I think he's being 100% authentic uh, in most of it. Now he does troll in some things like saying he's in Bill Thompson's beard. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's so ridiculous.
0: Yeah, but we, uh, we, we like idiot. all creators. We
1: do. And I, I know some people don't like Drip Drop. Some people don't like Get a Clue. Some people don't like this person or that person. But the thing is, is I always look for in content something that makes me think. Either uncovering information or something that's going to make me critically think. And Drip Drop does that. Get a Clue does that. Lana does that. Like There's tons of creators that do that. Um, you have to think for yourself though. You have to verify information, uh, which I understand a lot of, you know, a lot of viewers don't necessarily want to do, you know? So then you just watch something else from a different perspective then, you know, Absolutely, just to keep your mind sharp.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: But yeah, I, I like him a lot. Even if, even if he were to decide he doesn't like me, I still like him. Yeah, <laughs> it won't hurt my feelings.
0: Yep, I agree. I like
1: the added humor to a lot of content too.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think it's the fermented fish juice. I oh. think you're talking about the. Uh... <laughs> I
1: was dying about that. Here, the other hang day. on, I have it. I immediately had to show Brendan. It's the Swedish fish or something.
0: Yep. I don't know if anyone can hear this, though.
1: You'd have to share it, I think.
0: I don't know if I can
1: share this. You can't open it in the browser? I don't know. Mm. This has the FBI signature written all over. Can you hear it? They can't hear it?
0: Disgusting, cowardly weasels that they are. You are, dudes. You're listening, to FBI. You are cowardly weasels, man. Cowardly weasels. This is as dirty as dirty gets. You are scum for Can
1: doing
0: you this. Hear it. Scum. Disgusting scum. You make me want to puke. You're worse than Melly's Swedish fish. <laughs>
1: Can you guys hear that? Did you
0: guys hear that?
1: Oh, he's fired up, yeah.
0: Yeah. Dude, I love it. It was so funny. Smelly Swedish fish. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great, man.
1: It was real. He was tripping, man. He was uh he was definitely fired up. That was get a clue.
0: Yeah, that was get a clue. S-
1: Sometimes he just gets so emotional in his videos and he just loses it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really entertaining.
0: It is really entertaining. <laughs>
1: but but I do worry about his uh, stress levels a little bit.
0: Yeah. Smelly <laughs> Swedish fish.
1: This case has brought a ton of passion out in people definitely. Yeah. It
0: It's a scary case, though. Let's let's be real here. It is
1: terrifying. I can't even imagine something like this happening in my, you know, my hometown or, you know, near me. I'm not sometimes I even like I guess all true crime has made me kind of and I've been listening to true crime for a very long time, not digging into it super deep always. But I've been listening for a very long time. So I I am very aware of my surroundings and my safety and everything. But the the Coburger stuff and the, you know, Idaho force stuff, it it does make you kind of like be like, gosh, like somebody just coming up into your home at three or four a.m. Like
0: that's not even what scares me
1: that that part doesn't
0: scare me. And this might be a weird take, but like. Humans are going to end other humans. There's no way around it. There is nothing that can be done. There are just sociopaths out there that will end other people. If I could stop all of it, I absolutely would, but we can't. It is just part of human history. Now, what is terrifying for me is having a justice system that you cannot depend on. That is way scarier for me. And I, I don't know if it's just a me thing, but I get anxiety when I feel like I don't have any more choices. I don't have any more options. I don't have an out. I'm cornered. I I, I There's nothing I can do. That is the most terrifying idea for me. And when you have A justice system that is untrustworthy, that you cannot depend on, that you second guess calling, that you're afraid to call 911 on. That is that. You have no options. There is nobody you can turn to. There is nothing you can do. You are stuck and you do not have a way out. And that is so terrifying to me. That is the scariest part here is that. With that type of justice system, we won't find out who did it. There will never be justice and people will continue to be abused by the system.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And yes, always know your exits. You know, that's the first thing I think in a bad situation is how can I get outside? I need like if somebody's in here, I need to be outside, not in here with them. So that's my ultimate goal is to get me or whoever I'm with outside yeah if you're outside like what they're gonna have to hunt me in the streets then and there's a lot more people outside than there are inside so but um yeah knowing your exits uh what i wanted to bring something up at what after you said that oh ar actually i heard the amber sprattling case him bring it to um he said he wanted other content creators talking about it because it's a big deal with the 911 calls. And that that one scares me. The fact that there is a town in Kentucky or towns outside of Prestonburg, Kentucky that have, they can't get emergency services.
0: I mean, it's the same idea as having a fraudulent justice system
1: Exactly, and and not you have
0: being able to call nine one one, or you can call nine one one and get arrested yourself, like right for being a victim,
1: right? And the chief of police saying, "Oh, we need to prioritize Prestonburg, not not these surrounding cities." Like, then who's going to take care of them? Because if you so basically, what happened in that case is the nine one one center was with the state police of Kentucky. Well, it was costing Prestonburg quite a bit of money with, you know, a pa- I don't remember how it works. I'm going to dive more into that into a separate video. I covered the basics of Amber and I want to dive into the 911 call system more in another video. Or maybe in the live after the video. I don't know how we're going to do it yet. But um, it transferred, okay, because it was costing Prestonburg a lot of money. So they transferred the 911 system from the state police to Prestonburg. So now the 911 post, the call center is in, Pres- in Prestonburg. Well, apparently the state police said when they signed that contract, that means Prestonburg had that jurisdiction. They were responsible for the 911 calls of that entire area, not just the city of Prestonburg, but Prestonburg police are understaffed. And the chief of police after Amber Spradlin was stabbed 11 times horrifically at her boss's house, a doctor's house who also owned the restaurant that she worked at. And there was a nine one call, maybe two that night, and nobody came.
0: Uh, Yeah, there's rumors. Terrifying, but but she didn't call though no but the
1: first call from what i heard from the family was a fight
0: that we talked about
1: and then somebody called back and was like oh no we're all good or maybe at the end of that call they said we're all good i don't remember and then the third call was the next morning where they were like hey we have a we have a dead body here somebody was killed
0: yeah and then they come
1: out there and she's been stabbed and and you have a dentist who has some medical knowledge you have another person who works in medicine that was supposedly her one of her best friends that's there um who works in medicine and there's a hospital five minutes down the street and no police officer showed up to the next morning even though there was a 911 call maybe two that night
0: and the chief of police
1: the chief of police comes out and says We need to prioritize our own city. The taxpayers who pay for this in the city of Prestonburg is who we have to prioritize. And now there's this back and forth between state police and the officials in Prestonburg arguing about whose responsibility it is. Yeah. That is so ridiculous. The fact that we live in 2023 and somebody can be getting killed and a 911 call is made, because standard protocol is that they have to show up no matter what. Yeah. That's such a lack of control. That's terrifying. And that's, that is like, I feel like in essence, corrupt. The fact that they, they don't care. Like what, it, who is supposed to take care of these people then? Yeah. We, we are looking into that case and we have a whole video coming out about it. And I'm definitely going to do more on it. But I'm glad AR brought it up because it's not being covered very much at all. And it's a big deal.
0: It I think it is a big deal. I think it really, really, really is a big deal. And it's really unfortunate in those situations because, again, like, dude, if you pay taxes, you should be getting all of these services, Period. 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 If you have income and that you're paying taxes, you get these services. Make it work.
1: Yeah. Stop
0: complaining and make it work. That's what I say to those cops. Like, just stop. Like, enough excuses. Make it work. Figure it out, dudes. You're the police.
1: Lawyers before they called nine one one. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Because nobody's talking in that case, which is a problem. Um, but yeah, we're we'll we'll cover that more at a later date, but that kind of stuff really freaks me out.
0: Hey Cassidy. Um no, I don't have an inner monologue. Does that
1: she was she's 29 minutes and she's behind. She's talking about the F. I just thought that was an
0: interesting question because it had me, I was think because Sometimes I can think two different things at once. I don't know if your guys' minds work like that or if it's an ADHD thing, but I can listen to somebody and think of something completely different um, and, and still be able to hear what's going on. If I'm talking, I can only think of one thing, though, period. Um, and just that inner monologue question, I, I don't think I can hear myself. I think everything's automatic.
1: Olivia lawyered up? kaylee's sister
0: so that's interesting um so i have a theory where steve coming out and saying that he was the investigator i don't think is true you guys i do not think it's true all the investigating has been from uh olivia all of it
1: I, after learning some more, like, cause originally I didn't believe that theory at all when he was saying that. And now learning some more, I kind of think you're right.
0: Uh, I, think St- I think Steve came out. I think Olivia pushed too hard, took it so far that the FBI threatened and. They didn't know who they were threatening, but they knew because their eyewitness person reached out to him and was like, hey, this happened. And so Steve stepped into the firing line for her.
1: What did you drop? Was it this?
0: Yeah, I think Steve stepped into the firing line for her and was like, oh, you know, hey, I, I've i been investigating. It's me.
1: So I think there's a possibility that Steve could have really done it with um really done it with Steve or with Olivia in some instances. Like maybe if because I'm sure Olivia kept Steve in the loop and they had a private investigator. Do you think it's a possibility that when Olivia maybe she discovered the the person the witness and then Steve's like, let me go talk to him. I'm I'm nervous for you. You're a woman, you know, like I like protective father. Like
0: I don't I think I don't think she would have lawyered up if that's the case.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And this this is crazy. Tennessee said, I swear you're talking about my county in Kentucky. If I call 911 um, calls uh, over 100 miles away and they can't trace my call, it will be three days later before you see a cop. Whoa. We don't have oh my
0: gosh. We
1: don't have real nine one one here. My house burned to the ground because I called nine one one and it goes to the closest nine one one, a hundred miles away. And they sent a fire truck thirty-nine minutes away from my house. It sucks in rural Kentucky.
0: That is rough. And oh if I lived in that area, I would be guns galore.
1: Yeah. But, but what do you like do who, when your house catches needs, on fire or somebody needs medical attention? Like, the only thing terrifying. is, I could,
0: I would try and plan for that with like an outside hose that has bigger tubing with more pressure. To, tr- I guess, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: This is like that's wild, Tennessee. It's if you know where Prestonburg is, uh, if you're anywhere in eastern Kentucky in that area, then. And you're not in a, you know, you're in like a small town around that area or I don't know. That's just crazy. I can't even believe that. They need to change that.
0: I agree. I don't think it's fair. A domestic
1: violence call sometimes takes three days to see a cop. If you ever see a cop, that's ridiculous.
0: Oh, geez.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry it's like that. That's terrifying. I hope they get it fixed. It needs to all be put back in the state cops' hands. And they need to have, they need to like up their staff or something. Like, that's unacceptable. That's not okay. Hmm. So I thought you found more. What? Is that coming out later? Yeah. Okay. With the
0: Coeur d'Alene? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes.
1: So there's more to come on this topic that there, you have found.
0: There is more to come on this topic that we have found. Um, the I just found it interesting because, again, I, I know we've already said this, but we're talking about Idaho. We're talking about a, an Idaho shooting that feels like it was handled the same exact way as the Copacas stuff. And... Uh, it, it feels like the force, the police force, doesn't match the crime, yeah. In my opinion, in my opinion, um, it's interesting that they got the sheriff to investigate. I, I'm happy about that, um, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so I I wanted to, so Miss Kelly said she doesn't know what we're talking about with the Steve and Olivia thing. Um, Oh, yeah, we're talking, yeah, we're talking about in the Blum, you know, the most recent Blum article that came out. Probably
0: not. They. I would explain I am going to explain Blum is well, the Howard,
1: Howard Blum writes airmail articles. And in the most recent article, he said that Steve was like investigating really hard. He got to a point where he found out the name of like a witness or something, and he was going to go meet with them. And the FBI contacted him and told him to back off or else he was going to feel the weight of the law, basically. Um, and Brendan is speculating that it wasn't actually Steve that did any of that stuff that was mentioned in the Blum articles with the investigation and going too far that it was Olivia. Cause, cause we know that Olivia found a ton of information in the beginning. Like she literally changed the, the, the case with her information in a lot of ways. So he was speculating that was actually her and Steve may have, Taking the brunt for that or the blame for that to protect her and also the interesting fact that Olivia lawyered up in December of 2022 why why did she lawyer up now I know the whole family has a lawyer but mm-hmm I think yep. it's important to to have a lawyer to protect your rights in any situation. Yeah,
0: I agree. I just want to be really clear that just because she lawyered up doesn't uh, say there's some kind of guilt. It could mean that she wanted protection because she is going to be investigating. You know what I mean? That she didn't trust the police, and in order to make sure that you're not being messed with, um, the best thing to do would be to lawyer up. You know?
1: Yeah, I need a charger.
0: But, um, oh
1: man, I
0: just keep bumping everything. Yes,
1: okay. But, uh, definitely uh the, send us an email.
0: The core de Alain stuff, um, what did that just we, I actually have, uh, somebody who is giving us information around that so it oh really it will be awesome
1: um yeah dirty clean for sure send us an email um Yeah, apparently she did lawyer up.
0: Yes, and something that I always forget to do, you guys, uh, for anybody that would like it, this is the membership link. I'm pretty sure we just broke 200, which is a huge win. Thank you all for your interest in Uh, the True Crime Talk Show, and Thought Riot Podcast. Uh, As you guys know, we're on every podcast platform, everywhere. And we talk about everything, all at one time. So come along. And uh, I'm still working on a few of the members' videos in between editing, and uh, I'm going to work really hard to get them done now. Next week, like the holiday week, we are going to continue our post schedule, you guys, but it's going to be different. Yes, we are going to be doing videos without any editing. Um, We are going to be recording off, off of our normal backgrounds and just posting them live like that. Yeah. On news updates and topics. So essentially, we'll record a you know twenty to thirty minute video and post it as a video during those days.
1: yeah, we're we're both gonna be out of town. Um, so we're both just gonna post the videos when we think you know, find things we want to talk about. Unedited, raw. Videos. Maybe you should take the time to film your membership video. I'm thinking about doing that too.
0: We have like three membership videos that are coming out. Yeah. um, Including the long talk about the crime and how I would have done it. We literally talk about everything inside the house and how that house's layout doesn't make sense. How where Dylan's room was doesn't make sense. How it's interesting that. It makes more sense that Dylan was on the first floor, not the second. How uh, some of those things can be adjusted and changed through the read technique. Um, You know, just all of these things. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I I think Koberger is presumed innocent, and we always presume law enforcement is competent until we see cracks, um, and we have confirmed cracks in the Idaho Four case. Not maybes, one hundred percent confirmed. Two of the, at least two of the officers in the Idaho Four case uh, manipulated, manipulated, and fraudulently changed um evidence.
1: Yeah, and uh Mike, if you're still on here, uh Mike Applegate, you asked me to look into parallel construction uh and I did and uh. we did a video what we there's a video coming out about it, but it was interesting and I just want to say thanks for suggesting that. Did somebody mention a crack? i did okay
0: (laughs) yeah cracks are good
1: they're terrible why yeah I try to presume law enforcement competent until I see something wrong because I I feel like that's only fair.
0: Their their um, job is really hard and stressful and scary, and they have to deal with physical safety. They have to deal with emotional security of the public and people that they encounter. They have to deal with emotional support stuff, like the range of their job is insane. And I give them all a ton of respect, a ton of respect to police. But because I do that, when I see cracks, I'm coming hard and I'm going to judge harsh because I give respect right off the bat.
1: Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, I thought the naked man story was a rumor made up by the internet. It was Batanti. What? Well, who's Batanti, Miss Kelly? That—that's about what Miss, uh, what Bethany Funk saw that night. There was a rumor going around. She saw a naked man.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I didn't know where that came from.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the naked man
1: yeah that's
0: i mean she has exculpatory evidence so what is that exculpatory evidence my guess i don't know i that I'm... that naked man story sounds too fantastical for me you guys um
1: Batanti is the defense's pi thank you joanne interesting
0: yes hilarious no no, we I, appreciate that Beetlejuice. We just can't put it on the screen because of uh the g rated show,
1: yeah, we get in trouble,
0: <laughs> yep, but we appreciate that shout out and I that's what we were both laughing at
1: so <laughs> yep, and thanks for the super chat,
0: yeah, we appreciate it <laughs> um, where's
1: Ian where when you need him is I Ian know. here to clip that out of context <laughs> Yeah. I think he's in Argentina right now. Yeah, he is. He that that guy's just traveling all over the world. Yeah. The the blue house video shows everything.
0: But um, so what I was saying with the Bethany esculpatory evidence is,
1: what's your guess?
0: That story sounds too fantastical. It sounds. What do you mean? Not the naked man.
1: Oh oh oh. The
0: naked man and okay. Uh, The FBI, they were back at the house testing, and they were testing the audio, um, the acoustics in the house. I think her exculpatory evidence is audio-based, something she heard, something that she thinks she heard. And the reason why they're doing the acoustics test is to find out if there's any worth or if they can get it, like— They have an angle to combat that. That's my guesstimate. I don't even know if I would say I believe that, but that—that's just a guesstimate of most likely with the limited information I have.
1: Hmm. So I think her evidence—she never heard anything. So that means it didn't happen, like DM said, because how did DM hear something and not BF? I'm just guessing. Well, I think there is a possibility she didn't hear anything uh, because of being on the bottom floor. I don't know if that's exculpatory in nature, though. Do you think that Ann Taylor would spin that as exculpatory? I don't think that's
0: exculpatory. No, I don't.
1: Because Dylan would absolutely, she's so much closer, and she's on the same level as Anna and Ethan. She's right below Maddie's room, that it would make sense for her to hear something. Bethany, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. It would depend. And she's got, like, literally the earth to one side of her. Which would damp dampen a lot of sound. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's it. I think it could be something else. It
0: it could be. It could but I don't know. I'm not set on that. I'm really not set on that. I I just
1: how do you say acoustics? Paige said it was cute. What is how do you say acoustics? 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 (laughs) I never noticed it.
0: (laughs) Well, I appreciate it. I say a lot of things funny.
1: Yeah, like what were you saying? Hyundai?
0: Hyundai?
1: (laughs) I was dying the whole time. I was like, why is he doing that?
0: In elementary school, I was taught how to pronounce or What's it called? Enunciate letters? Yeah. Enunciate letters. Okay. So sound
1: out those when, sounds. When something is spelled letters. a
0: certain way, I am going to say them all.
1: But you realize some letters are silent. And some letters, when put together, make a sound that's like the same. Like it's one sound combined. It's not two different sounds.
0: Listen, I don't have time for all of that.
1: Do, how do you say this word?
0: What? Hello? No. Echo.
1: Why don't you say echo? Huh? Why don't you say echo?
0: Because, k is ch after an e?
1: I guess echo would be like the face value pronunciation if you didn't know c and h made a ch. Hi
0: Hyundai. Hi Hyundai. Plumbing.
1: The blue house is where the video oh was 50 foot from Dana's room and it has a 360 camera. We seen their camera the day the coups came and got them. They put they put wait. They put up because of the oh gosh. I didn't see that part till now. (laughs) But um
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm hmm i'm interested to uh, i'm
1: really curious about that camera and how much it actually saw and if it, know. I, I also want to know did it see i want to know if any cameras pointed at the front door or the side
0: dude if they don't have a great video of brian that is how convenient would that be if that with how many cameras there are in college towns i feel like they should have video of them all over the place don't you yeah i do i if any of you have been to college towns or partied in college town chou- towns or just driven around college towns or whatever in college towns there's cameras everywhere in college towns there's cameras in everywhere in every town and Uh, I just feel like there's there would be video of him clear as day since he doesn't have tinting on his windows. If not, it makes me think someone could have been on foot or nearby or whatever.
1: Yeah. What if they came at the house from the back through the tree line?
0: I mean, isn't that the apartment complex? I wouldn't park there because all apartment complexes have uh, have cameras.
1: No, that's the side.
0: So you're talking, no, there's apartment complexes on both.
1: I'm talking about the tree line, the hill that goes up and there's a tree line. And then behind that, I believe that's just another neighborhood. That's houses.
0: Is it? I don't know. I
1: think so. I think so. Cause I'm, uh, Emma, her family lives back there.
0: Oh. Yeah,
1: And there's a stairway, actually, that leads up to her, like, right next to her house.
0: I need to finally cover um, that one video I've been saying I'm going to cover. And uh, I just remembered, guys, make sure you follow. Give us a follow on Twitter. I just posted the link in the chat. Twitter.com forward slash Thought Riot Pod. Not Thought Riot Podcast because they don't allow that many characters twitter.com forward slash thought riot pod um
1: mike i really hope that there is footage um that's more con- too, that convincing man. because I-, I feel like if they had it pre-pca they would have put that in there because it's like too good it's too good and that's not something they need to keep like to um like, have the crime, like the person who committed the crime, they always want to keep information about the crime scene secret, uh, in case they say something, you know, that yep. they slip up or they say something that was about the crime scene that nobody else could know because it wasn't released, kind of thing. Um, that's not something that they would have to worry about. Um, and he's gotten all the discovery too, so. You know, I just, I don't know. I feel like that's something I wouldn't have mentioned. They could have found it post PCA though.
0: Oh my gosh. I meant to talk about this earlier. You know, someone uh, wrote this big, long uh, Reddit post. And I'm pretty sure it's to, contra- to in a response to our uh, cell phone video and it is so bad dude and they they literally commented on there and was like oh i bet that that guy from thought riot is just grinding his teeth right now but what's funny is uh one nobody's going to get a reaction like that from me come on words don't do anything it it the better the troll the more i'm going to laugh that that's all you're going to get out of me you're going to make my day better um but all the information on that reddit post is so wrong like Some of the most wrong I've ever seen. Can you share it?
1: Uh,
0: I I really don't want to give these trolls... uh...
1: I don't think there's a problem with refuting things. I would make a response video to it. Because I think that... There's value in taking what people are talking about online to try to debunk your information, and because people still believe certain things, you know what yeah, I mean. There's I, this usually an, a narrative going. But it's around. not being
0: done in that way. So okay. you're you're acting like this is a okay. pursuit of knowledge. It's not. It's it's a pursuit to like try and make me mad or something. I don't know or try okay. and discredit the years that I worked in wireless. I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, but they're super, 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 super wrong because they're betting on this information and not taking into account the different frequency levels on this. And look, it, there's I can show you one simple fact. So they use, why I can tell this is a response from my video is uh, is they use the tower locations as examples that we used in our video. And then simultaneously...
1: Oh they used all of our information.
0: Yeah, I know. And then simultaneously said right here, there's 28 towers within 3 miles of 1122 King Road. So that is not true, you guys. That is not true at all, wow. not even in the slightest. Um there are not 28 towers and I I don't really want to I guess it's not going to pop up on screen. Um Yeah. So for one, um, this range is not, is not three miles. Okay. This is a lot more than three miles. So I don't really understand what is going on here. Um, but, uh, the, uh, all those other towers we talked about in our video. So our look at, All of the towers. Whoa, what is that? That is really strange.
1: Yeah, I've never seen that
0: before. I don't know. I'm going to have to look at that. The only thing that I could think is maybe because there's Pullman Moscow Regional Airport right here. This is just a way that they mapped all the towers that are on a single roof in at the airport. Maybe I. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. Huh? Um, but uh, for those of you that are new here, I have 15 years in the wireless industry um, and not not as the person you go into a store and get helped with your phone. Um, but uh, I, I work directly with a lot of the towers and frequencies and, and things like that. So when I see information that I can share, touch on in a case, uh, I'm going to do it, you know. Um, But I'm going to clarify when things are wrong. And this is horribly incompetent. This is somebody that doesn't have any experience in the wireless industry and copied and pasted things that they thought made sense. I can tell based on what they're talking about. This person wouldn't be, I'd be able to identify the difference in uh 5g, 4g, 3g, UC LTE. They wouldn't have any idea how to do any of that.
1: Networks towers that do not attack. Like they don't connect to your phone at all.
0: Well, they're also, they also have antennas highlighted. So this is wrong on multiple fronts. Um, that for one antennas aren't going to give you the coverage that this person is talking about for two um there are a lot of towers in the area but those towers are closed network towers there's thousands and thousands of towers hundreds of thousands of towers in the US that um don't can't be used cell phones cannot connect to them they are special Here. towers
1: I want to mention that the what? Mer- you have to remember that the Murdoch trial is a big difference. It depends on where you are in the country. Like it it depends on where you are because in the Murdoch trial, yeah, like, and in the YNW Melly case, there were a ton of towers to where it was super, super precise and could be relied upon in Moscow. The service is not good the way the towers are laid out it's if you go watch the uh our video on cell tower data it will make more sense
0: you know what's really funny too it's It's
1: not comparable there there's just there's major differences and i'm not calling you out tennessee or anything like i know a lot of people think like that they see it in one case so they assume it applies to every case and it it just doesn't And and normal people won't know that
0: trilateration can't happen with cell phone towers Trilateration is GPS. And yeah, but anyways, I just thought this was super funny and it's really important for everybody to clarify and verify their information. Me too, you guys. Like, do not believe what I say. Please don't believe what I say. I don't want you to believe what I say. Uh, I want you guys to just, take the information that I'm sharing and use that as a carrot to verify on your own. You know, I, I don't want people to believe me. I think that it's important for all of us to have opinions, but our opinions should be like uh, a carrot to just go and research some more and learn some more and figure out some more, you know? Um, So just be careful with situations like this. And I, I don't know why uh, there are, response to this is uh I think probably because they have this idea that we want Brian to be guilty. I mean innocent. That's the only thing that I can come up with. But uh dude if I want Brian to be guilty I absolutely want them to have the right guy. But I need to see the evidence to feel comfortable with that. You know that is so and that has nothing to do with Brian that has to do with the fact that I want my country to be trustworthy
1: right and and i think calling out issues in a case it, it doesn't mean that you want that person to be innocent like i i want i definitely want them to have the right guy because i don't want a murderer on the streets i i don't want police corruption i want everything to go the way it should um but when you're calling out these issues Like, these are things that everybody should be aware of, and these are things that could bungle the case against Koberger uh, and make it less convincing. And and I think what we proved here is that the cell tower data alone is not going to prove anything at all, that we're going to have to look into app data, yeah, geolocation. That's what needs to be relied upon in this case to be able to prove anything. And if they can't do that, then... They don't have anything as far as locating him on those 12 times that he supposedly came and stocked the home.
0: So I didn't even read all of this. But you know what's funny? This is the first time I've read this section. And they're talking about 3G, dude. Oh, no. 3G was turned off on all carriers in last year. Well, Like 3G isn't around anymore.
1: Okay, but (laughs) last year is when the crime happened.
0: That doesn't. That doesn't matter. It's not like they turned it off the last day of last year. When they're turning off a network, it's because it's not being
1: used. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it's not like 3G has not effectively been used for over five years. So why they're talking about 3G? I don't know, man.
1: Yeah. They're just Googling and putting something together off of, you know, somebody who doesn't know anything. Um, clearly they have some kind of vendetta. I mean, look at how much text is here.
0: Like this is, this is a classic sales tactic. They're, they're trying to bury somebody in information to make whoever the reader is think that they're smart. Uh, It's a classic sales tactic. It's super manipulative. And these are the kinds of things that you got to watch out for. Just because something has a lot of information on it that you might not understand does not make it true. And you should not believe it. That should make you not believe it, not believe it more. Um, Anybody that's an expert can, uh, can, can alter information into a more like layman's terms you know what i mean
1: oh and look he mentioned the rex Huerman case this is a case where you can look at it and it's exemplary
0: it for cell
1: phone data yeah it's incredible it's incredible That's
0: why i said it's off of our video
1: that's so funny <laughs> that is. they mentioned that but you cannot take a case like that where it's exemplary there's incredible coverage in new york new york we're talking about moscow idaho here not new yeah. york yeah When you look at the towers there compared to New York, it's not even comparable at all. Like, at all. It matters. It matters a lot. And, you know, the terrain is much different. And that's going to determine how far and how well a tower covers an area. It's not 360 coverage. Like, you don't have a tower and it's perfect 360. If you look at the maps we pulled up in the video... It doesn't. I mean, to a person who doesn't understand it, it doesn't even make sense why one goes this way or one goes so far this way.
0: They they made this up. This is not the real map. They literally made this up. Oh, this is not this coverage doesn't come this far. I feel like this is a troll. I feel like they're trying to just see who would believe this.
1: No, I think they're like googling. I think they're googling information because this
0: is fake. This tower on this map does not come down this far. It uh, and actually, this tower is I think a red tower, and this is the green one. I'm gonna have to. No, that's the
1: water tower. That's Theophilus from my memory. I don't think
0: Theophilus
1: or phylos, whatever. I think
0: that's the red one. I think it's over here.
1: I can't wait to see what they do in court with all this <clears throat> information and you know in the investigations tab in our discord I posted an <clears throat> article from I think it's the Idaho Statesman and they had a cell tower expert come up and he said I really hope the prosecution does not bring this to court because if they do they're going to be wrong. Like they can't lean on this and and that wasn't de- that's that that media company is not dedicated to proving Koberger innocent by any means at all. And it's the only honest article I've seen about the cell phone tower data, 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 data other than us. It's the only other honest, oh my God, honest one that I've seen. Um, so I think you guys should definitely give it a read. Um, but it just, like we talked about with the geolocation, that's really going to be the only way that they're going to be able to prove anything like that. They have to look into his background uh, app data and locating on his phone. And I hope- kind
0: of feel like hope- it's a troll.
1: Maybe. And hopefully because he- they
0: that's like very wrong. And I feel like if they would have looked on that map, they they couldn't come up with that. And that's why they put that yellow highlight on there. So it was probably done with the intention of trying to make me mad, I guess, or something. I don't know. Obviously, they haven't been paying attention.
1: Yeah. But the thing is, is that anybody who's covered it so far with the cell phone tower towers were not experts. They didn't know. They didn't know what to look for. Because if you look at a map on how many cell towers are there, it's going to look like a lot. Yeah. But it's not
0: people that work in the cell phone companies in certain positions are way more expert than a cast member is 100%. I would bet every cent I have on that. They deal with it every single day, day in and day out, a thousand times a day.
1: Plumbing asks, can you get uh, my bill with Verizon lowered?
0: I suggest you leave Verizon, man. So Verizon is phenomenal for companies um it they are not the expert when it comes to personal uh data plans they don't have the best 5G coverage the only time i suggest verizon is if you're out in uh like in the sticks you know if you don't have a lot of people around you and you don't have a lot of towers like in in moscow i would suggest verizon they have the deepest 4G and LTE network They Verizon still uses some 3G connections because they supply the governments and the, um, the fire stations and all these, all these government contracts where AT&T and T-Mobile does not.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: I, if you want a personal phone, I would go with T-Mobile personally, um at&t so t-mobile is like the expert on personal phones and verizon is like the expert on business uh like large contracts and at&t is kind of in between the two oh if you own your company yeah absolutely that's probably why you're with them then
1: <laughs> yeah yeah Kimmy, I'm also curious uh, for your feedback on the cell tower data video. I don't know if you watched it because Kimmy worked with Verizon for a long time, too. And she would have seen those maps and that information similarly Mm -hmm. to you. So, yep.
0: Yeah. Verizon does not provide 3G. Oh, at all anymore. Oh, I thought they had some government contracts that supported uh, like data cards. But I, I could totally be wrong on that one Jer- i i'm not 100 sure
1: jerry needs you to unlock her phone yeah not yeah. stolen
0: <laughs> all right everybody that is the show tonight we appreciate you all of you let me just post this on here for Uh, anybody that would like to join as a member one thing I'm going to post on here too is the discord I think I just did that a minute ago but for those of you that are new on here um, discord is completely free you guys Um, and it's just like-minded people on there talking about true crime and hot topics and and everything in between but you do need that link to be able to get the invite to come in and uh it it doesn't cost you anything and will not cost you anything at all ever the only time money would be transferred on there is if you choose to to use some add-on thing but it does not cost anything ever period point blank um join us on our twitter and uh Oh man, that's awesome. We appreciate that, Sherlock.
1: Yeah, Sherlock Kendra. Welcome. Yes, to the,
0: welcome to the riot, to the thought riot. Hopefully, yeah. tomorrow we will have our new tech. We will find out. And Oof. then I'm going to um, make sweet sound bites from Get a Clue. And uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I gotta keep an eye out at the studio all day long for the sweet new tech
0: (laughs) yeah so this is uh if you like the long form podcast of course you can get the podcast the thought riot true crime and criminal culture podcast and all of these are also on every platform every podcast platform everywhere all at once and it is the true crime talk show the one and only so hop on there give us a rating and we love all the new members appreciate all the new members and hope you all have a great night my name's brendan
1: i am malia and thanks for being here guys we will see you tomorrow night stay safe out there bye